No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Don't fast forward. Check this out. Every singer-songwriter or person that talks for a living knows this moment. Studio session or gigs coming up and you got a sore throat and you're bummed. Or you could grab a bottle of Clyre's Throat 37. This stuff is amazing. We've been using it for the past few weeks. This is like, um, this is a soothing all-natural spray. Throat 37 was created and tested by singers for singers. And it also works great if you talk a whole bunch like we do here. It's packed with organic, globally sourced ingredients that work to heal. There is no added chemicals, no numbing effect, no side effects at all. This stuff is amazing. And you get relief within 12 hours. And a bonus, it tastes really good, too. It does taste good. All I just tried some, and it tastes, it reminds me of having a hot cup of tea. It like makes, the yeah, it makes my, my voice feel more velvety smooth. The second you get that tickle in the back of your throat, smooth it out with Throat 37. Just a few sprays to stimulate fluid circulation. It fights inflammation and coats your throat. The result is fast, long-term relief that allows you to keep on singing or talking through back-to-back recording sessions or hour-long interviews on a podcast. Clyre's vocal health products have been endorsed by the lead singers of bands like Twin Peaks and Giants in the Trees, as well as cast members of Moulin Rouge on Broadway, and they use them to turn those backstage concerns into front stage results. And check it out, guys. No Simple Road listeners get 10% off Throat 37 at clyre.com forward slash throat 37 with the promo code SIMPLE. It's pretty simple. And you're going to spell Clyre, C-L-Y. O-R. That's C-L-Y-O-R dot com slash throat three seven promo code simple. So don't sound gross and grumbly and grumbly and fumbly and have no, your throat hurt. Soothe go, yourself. Go check it out. Clyre.com. Are you one of those people that's anxious when they smoke cannabis? Are you one of those people that's alive on the planet right now and having <laughs> problems with anxiety? Are you one of those people that love to smoke weed but can't anymore well guess what we're gonna hook you up go to sunsetlakecbd.com and hook yourself up with some premium cbd flour some keef blunts some coffee. pre-rolls can't as gummy can, bears cbd infused coffee tinctures you can even get your dog hooked up with the sunset lake stuff 
you want to bring that cannabis love back into your life you want to have the social aspect back you want to be able to take something that actually does something for you this is the stuff it is premium premium cbd that actually works i'm gonna give my uh, testimony today just 15 minutes ago before we started i um, i hurt my finger at work earlier in the uh, actually yesterday and it felt like it was like sore and broken i put that balm on the salve it is amazing no pain right now no pain yeah so you don't have to smoke they have uh the salves they have the um the tinctures they the have gummies. the gummies the delicious gummy and hers. they have that <laughs> coffee so you guys go check this out it is sunsetlakecbd.com or at sunsetlake on instagram and what else is you're gonna you can get 15 percent off yep. by putting in the promo code nsr15 wow. and they will hook you up on nsr15 and you know what their prices were already bomb as hell and this takes that extra little bit off the top and hooks you up so sunset lake cbd is the way to go have you ever listened to string cheese incident out of a jellyfish that you got from electric fish lights shit well now you can you can Hang a jellyfish in the corner of your room, or in the middle, or in the in the back end. I don't know somewhere you can hang the, the light in your room, and it will light up the room with magic, fun, sound, and wonder. It's an amazing thing. Go and check even more out magical colors at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram or electricfishlights.com online. And these are lights that are made with IQ technology, uh, which is a system. And there's like 30 interlocking pieces and you can put them into 15 different shapes. And when you put the shapes together, they can pretty much build anything that your mind hole can vomit out. They created a new Tinkerbell, which is so beautiful the way it's lit up. I was just looking at that. It's you guys really have cool. to go to their Instagram and see what They're, they continue oh, yeah. to create day after day. And this is like environmentally friendly stuff. It is made with upcycled vinyl like milk jug plastic. They come with a 12 foot cord, a 12 year, I think it's 13 year actually. I saw a sign that said 13 year. 13 year energy efficient bulb, safe to leave on and it's LED and it comes with a hardware kit to hang the light so you don't have to worry about that. It's perfect for your man cave, your girl room, your kids room, your easy up when we get to go to festivals again and you can use them out doors no simple world listeners are getting 10 percent off their purchase with the promo off. code nsr and any nsr family member that orders a light with the color changing upgrade will receive a limited edition special promotional no simple road poster which Whoa. are dope yes they I'm are looking dope. at you hours want the right upgrade now. get the upgrade yeah and you know what you can actually upgrade to the color changing upgrade and a light bulb that has a bluetooth speaker in it that can all be controlled from your phone. It's this magical wonderland of color, sight, sound, and excitement that you designed and they built. So go to electricfishlights.com, put in the promo code NSR, and hook yourself up with some enlightenment. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, 
the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. Boom goes the dynamite. Boom. Oh. Boom, boom. Out go the lights. Hey now, No Simple Road family. Look at that. Welcome to the show today. What's, what's happening on the Mel, what is happening on the show today? This is <sighs> This cool. is special. Today we have two really special, amazing women on the show. They have a podcast called Mom and Me Astrology. And this is Kate Wind and Mary Swick out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, and they are a couple of astrologers and uh, feng shui and tarot readers that are fantastic. So for all you people out there that are going, oh, God, astrology, feng shui, tarot, blah, Or all blah, those people blah, that are like, blah. yay, yes, feng shui. <laughs> Check this, this is out. a show for you. This is, this is rad because they broke down what astrology is in a very approachable, down-to-earth, relatable, and frankly, you can't argue with the logic that they put forth. You, I, yeah. you, you couldn't say, well, I don't believe in astrology. It's after a science. What, what, yeah, and, after, and they mm-hmm. talk about how it's mathematics and right in the first intro. So you, from like, you know what that, um, what Mary, when she the very first sentence that she said or the very first topic she talked about reminded me of when we had your dad on the show and he had that, um, Oh, the mic drop moment yep. when he talked about, um, 
boiling uh, yes. boiling water. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> you guys will just have to listen to that show. But what I meant is that it was a mic drop in the sense like, you know, you think of astrology and it's like spiritual and kind of out there and it's in the heavens and it's, it's very woo. It, it, yeah, it can be super woo. But um, no, this is not their approach. Um, they are very woo, but they are also very intellectual. <laughs> it's funny when when somebody says woo now, all I think is wooing at concerts and me woo! telling you not to know going can you stand <laughs> in front of me don't if you're gonna yell woo? in my ear don't Aaron. woo next to me but this was um super special bring it back to uh kate and mary because uh kate is my old boss right before i moved here um to portland in 2016 from 2008 or nine all the way up till that time kate um was a very huge part of my career um and seeing her grow and coming into her own and in her power and creating this podcast is I wanted to have her on to um, just share the um, just how talented and amazing these two women are. So what you're going to hear a little backstory. Mel reached out to them and asked if they would do a reading for the show. And what that meant was we gave them the birth date of No Simple Road and the birth time of No Simple Road being the day that it was released and the time that the file was uploaded was its birth date. So we asked, And its location. And its location. So we, we got a, a chart done for No Simple Road, the show. And then we also gave them the, that same information for Apple, Mel, and myself. And so we got a reading for each one of us individually and then a reading for the show. And it was the, I've had a couple of these in my life. I've had somebody do my chart once before. I've had an astrologer tell me stuff. It was not that impactful. This completely blew my mind. All three, all of, three us. Yeah, of us. It was a collective mind blow. You, you will hear the, the pauses and the... <gasps> Well, there's a lot the, of quiet from this, all three of us during the show because Kate's a really great spokeswoman. She's a great she's a great speaker, um, and so she just kind of keeps it on track. Even when we kind of go off mm -hmm. a little bit, she brings it right back. So that's how she always was at work too. Really easy to just bring things back to. Okay, that's cool. That's going on. Let's let's do this. Right and their their podcast is super cool because it's not like a two hour long episode it's 20 minute little bites that are super approachable and relevant and um, very it, easy to digest yeah. in the sense like you remember it like I was um, listening to the shows and that's kind of why I reached out to them in the first place because I thought how interesting what they're doing by the time you start to get you know irritated everybody's got this short attention span lately what were you saying <laughs> so oh, squirrel <laughs> but yeah by the time you're done listening to what it's about you don't want to know what it's about these no women, shit right true, <laughs> you build it up and then you're like oh never mind oh, yeah <laughs> this is not like that as no. soon as that moment would come they would be over you'd be like oh i wanted to know more yeah we yeah. could have stayed on with them for at least a few more hours and i think it was reciprocal in both ends well and all three of us immediately said it's like i want to do a full i want to do a full one-on-one -on -one reading with yeah. them for just me personally we all it nailed each one of us so bullseye so bullseye yeah that, that, we that were it was like 
how could somebody that doesn't know me know that? And okay, little disclose, full disclosure. Kate, yes, was Mel's Mel's boss for all those years. I met Kate twice or three times in that time total. Yeah, like she does basi- not know. Yeah, basically, me personally. yeah, we don't. Um, Kate and I are good friends, and we have definitely hung outside of work and still have the same very mutual close friends. But um, Kate and I, we've always had a professional, more of a professional relationship as opposed to a friendship. Now we're cultivating our friendship. You know, years later. Um, and also having this uh, podcasting medium in common, but she doesn't know the intricacies of our personality traits and especially apples. And yeah, and, and she didn't even know that yeah. we all live together. Yeah. They did not know that we live together. They, um, they knew that we do the show together cause I told them that much, but they had no real idea of how deep our relationships were. And certainly, um, Mary didn't. And Mary actually was a client of mine, um, back in those days, but I, back in the life before time. <laughs> yeah. Back. But, um, she also did not know, you know, about Apple and, and my husband and it was always just more of a, a different conversation. So you guys are going to dig this. It is it, it super was, interesting. It was very interesting to hear. You're, you're, yeah. You're going to hear it. We could talk about, it, but they, there's a lot of similarities <laughs> that the three of us have different kind of sympathetic things between our signs and the planets aligning. It was a trip and they were tripped out by some of it. Like yeah. this is, yeah. we're very excited to tell you this because this is weird that this came up. Yeah. Imagine and that something with no simple road is weird. weird. Hmm. Yeah. Fancy that. Who to thunk? Yeah. So I encourage everybody who is mildly interested to visit um, Kate and Mary's um, website. They have separate websites, separate practices, the Kate wind dot com and Mary Swick. I'm not sure. I think it is her Mary Swick dot com. If it's not, we'll post it and well, um, all that will be you'll in hear the, show the end notes. of this because yeah. she just gives her phone number out oh and everything. Gosh, she does. And it's just like, hey, hit me up. I'm oh, right yeah. She's, yeah, don't do, you know what, guys? Don't don't be texting her dick pics and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, don't do don't, that. Don't, don't do anything. She is this amazing it. woman that you well, we have a classy audience. None of yeah. you are going to do that. <laughs> no, of course not. But if it was dick pics, it'd be a Grateful Dead recording. Mary's going to be listening, and you just said that. I'm allowed. Giving yeah, a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I am super excited for you guys to hear this because it really does give some insight into the characters that you guys know as us and who we are as human beings and people and what makes us tick. And then on the flip side of that, this show that you listen to every week, hopefully, that you listen to No Simple Road, it gives some insight into the mission statement of no simple road, what it is, what it's doing and where it's headed. And I I think that's really cool. Like I, I listened to a few podcasts and I've never heard anything like that on any of them. Something, something that I didn't expect, um, post, uh, recording with them was the amount of personal peace I had inside with who I was. And I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that before we go into the, um, because, they are, you know, they do this for a living. And sometimes, especially right now, we're all going through so much crazy mm-hmm. uh, roller coaster emotion. Like we're like, yay, it's fucking great. Life is good. And then we're like, holy shit, another day. Like, and the amount, like I said, of peace that after hearing what they had to say was like, wow, this, a reading can do so much more than just, you know, tell you, you know, what, is a good color in your house or what, you know, things to avoid or what to gravitate to. It can literally 
do something Lift like you up. emotionally and psychologically and give you like a inner calm that you didn't have prior to that. So, um, yeah, they are amazing. So I would recommend to check them out. Their yeah, services. and this what's the name of the podcast? Mom and Me Mom Astrology. And Me Astrology. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on all the podcast yep. platforms. It it's is on iTunes. on Apple Podcasts. I listen to it on there, and um, you know, go over and check it out because it, it's little twenty minute bite sized episodes, and it won't take up a lot of your day, and it'll give you really good information in a re- balanced and. Uh, grounded down to earth way of putting out some pretty heady topics also i just looked up and it is maryswick.com and it's the katewind.com w-i-n-d w-i-n-d exactly and they have a list of services and um some of the things that kate's done she's been to conventions she does zoom meetings she'll do parties she creates crystal tiaras um, and infuses them with energy. She's Kate is probably one of That's the most dope. creative people I that want I know. A crystal tiara infused. They're with amazing. I'd love one for I'd my birthday. I totally wear it while I did the show. I glue it to the conductor hat. Your, condu- your conductor tiara. Mm-hmm. So, so I just want to say one thing to that. Just to nope. add to what Mel said, the, this came along. Uh, oh, this was like three weeks ago now mm-hmm. or whatever. But it came along right as thing because things are starting to kind of open more, especially on the East Coast, open up more. But this brought like. Uh, kind of a ray of hope to us yeah. at, a, at a very needed time kind of gave us a direction. All of us that day were just kind of like on a cloud mm-hmm. after this kind of like, yeah. it was uh, a uh, affirmation, like, like good affirmation. We all felt good after this. It's like a knowing, and, a sense and of it's inner been, knowing. It's just been good since then. It's good. I've looked at things. I've approached work differently. You'll, you'll see the things they mentioned about all of us. It gave me an insight into myself. Like, fuck mm-hmm. kind of blew out the cobwebs their instagram kate's instagram is the underscore kate wind and that's her, k-a-t-e yeah the underscore k-a-t-e-w-i-n-d on instagram and she has was doing some like coffee and champagne talks and doing the same kind of thing with her mom and um you know po- things does coffee and champagne go together well like she would do coffee one day and then like, oh, okay. you know like different little say it probably didn't taste very good no not together so yeah, this is going to be cool. You guys are going to dig it, but we're not there yet. We're still here. We're here. Be here now with us in this moment right now as my voice vibrates the eardrum inside your ear and it makes electrical impulses that are flowing into the neurons and connecting with the synapses wow, in your man. brain. And that's creating thought and emotion. And here we are in this moment as you breathe in through your nose, that's out heavy. through your mouth. Feel yourself in space. Oh, whoa. I'm sorry, you guys. How was your week, man? Whoa, whoa. whoa. I started to, man, I was, thanks for bringing me back. I was leaving. I was leaving. How was your week, Mel? Um, It was challenging uh, starting, I started a detox cleanse um, and I realized so much about myself through this process. Um, Right before I started this detox, I got sick, as you guys know. And I had like a stomach bug and it was every time I get sick, I just, of course, everyone hates when you get sick. No one likes being sick, but, but yes, I'm sick. right. But that feeling (laughs) of that lethargy and that not being able to do your normal stuff really gives you a new appreciation for health Mm. and doing this cleanse post sickness 
that gave me my motivation to help me not break my cleanse. And today, this morning, I'm on day five. Cody brought a box of the most delicious donuts I have ever seen in Portland, ever. And it were heavy and sugary and all my favorite ones, like the old fashioned and the bear claw and the freaking cinnamon twist and the blueberry and the fritters and the... And those cheeses. It's like, I just want to see it. And I did. I just wanted to see it. I took a little inhale, quick little inhale. And then I went and I made myself um, hash browns and um, an egg an egg with avocado and it was so satisfying and i wanted a sweet little snack and so i had my chia seed pudding with um you know frozen uh peaches and some fresh blueberries i'm really proud of you man i i am really proud of you mel i uh, appreciate it, it. <laughs> mel is one of those people that like comes home from work and Hangs out for a little while and then she'll smoke a bowl. And then a little while later, there's the sweets monster that arrives and it, it drags her into the kitchen by her, by her hood. The of her nape hoodie. of my neck. Yep. <laughs> and, and I'll see her hanging. Her feet are about a six or eight inches off the floor and the cabinets are all open and there's stuff all over the floor. And I'll be like, what are you doing, Mel? And she's like, ah! and that's what happens. Wow. And so to see her. Turning down a box of donuts. Well, I what what this cleanse is about regaining my willpower. That's what it's about. Period. It's it's about health and fixing my gut flora, <laughs> but it's mostly about regaining my willpower because your gut is just as important as strong of a uh, message center as yeah, your brain didn't is. Didn't you say that your your gut biome is a, is a second brain? Is oh, yeah, your brain? yeah. You're ex- they even said yes, the first brain. They, yes, they have said that. Really? Well, and, mm-hmm. and also when in yoga, that that is you pay attention to this. And this is why, you know, you have these breathing and you oxygenate, you open up your channels and you expand your stomach to kind of like f- massage and move your blood and your lymph and your organs and all that stuff. And if your like gut is like stagnant and like just your brain ain't working. Yeah, right. your brain. And I was having a lot of brain fog. And I mean, of course, we're all going through mood swings. I mean, come on. this It's just the nature of where we're at right now. Dude. But you can, you know, I, I'm at, in tune with my body enough to know that I need a little bit. That's not the only reason why. So, um, yeah, I've, it's been a challenge. But it's also been really great to see my strength coming through the um, cleanse. So that's how my week's been filled with food and and willpower and and wanting and it's you know it's good every once in a while Mm -hmm. to want something and not let yourself have it yeah of course it's good every i'm gonna say every once in a while (laughs) because you like to (laughs) because i like to just say fuck it Mm -hmm. but every once in a while i've i i do that with running and and other stuff like wanting to stop and not whatever but it is good to to teach yourself get that, hold of yourself well not even just that just like proving to yourself that you could do it it's good for your self-esteem and your inner what do they call it testicular fortitude it's good for you man and uh apple what about you man How, how's your week, go ahead no I'll i'm go going last, last. You always, he always goes know, last. he always feeds off us and then wraps it all some up more, I'm, i am the conductor okay, i'm conducting go apple it was good cool and so, come oh, on. No, oh, no. I had a good week. I had a good week. I've been struggling with, like, well, okay, we were talking about the astrolo- this astrology reading has helped a lot, but, like, Mel's 
there's good days and bad days. And one thing that's bothered me lately is I've just, I've gotten used to and accepted being exhausted. Just like, you know, it's going to happen day after day, kind of struggling with that to try to get better sleep and stuff. And like the CBN tincture, different things, taking care of yourself. Like this morning, those delicious donuts, I ate like a piece of four different ones. And it was just like, oh, I, I didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. for a little bit. I went and took a shower, felt kind of loopy, and it's like, okay, yeah, you have coffee and donuts in your system this morning. Go make a nice little omelet, some toast, and yeah, taking care of yourself is important right now. And this was a really good episode with the readings and everything to kind of dust dust it off, blow out the cobwebs, and kind of focus again. And also we're heading into the holidays. And it's my birthday month. And yeah, it's Mel's birthday month, which kind of starts us off. And then it's Woo-hoo. Aaron's birthday month. We got, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas Jasper's coming up. I birthday. love the fall and the winter. It's my favorite seasons. I like the hibernation, like polar bear type thing. This is my favorite time coming. And I'm really, really excited because my dad's coming up to Yay, visit next Jim. week. Yay. He's coming up here for a five-day visit for the first time Bob. since we've moved up <laughs> here. We're, we're, I'm very close with my mom and my dad. Uh, mom's been up here a couple times. And I'm looking really forward to my dad coming and seeing what we do up here, hanging out. And so I've had a good week. I've been really busy at work. I'm learning to deal with that better. Um kind of kick back a little more not get yeah, so your, uptight your attitude about things better this week you i was a little <laughs> concerned about you over the past month or so you you would come home in jimmy mike mode more often than not yeah let and, it get to me and, be, yep. and get wound up and not able to unwind now mm-hmm. i'm not letting myself when i start to feel myself getting wound up at work i i take a break which i'm, I'm bad at that i'm one of those i'm a workaholic when i'm at work and it's like just step out Go take a break. Walk to the corner yeah, store be there in a minute. What? Yeah. So I yeah, I'm learning to deal with things better. Things are starting to look brighter. Uh, shows are starting to happen, which is a nice thing. They're out on the east coast and down south, but yeah, things I'm, are starting to look better. I'm and, writing a letter to dear Mister West Coast. Come on, man. What the hell? Open some shit up and let's have some drive-in shows. Socially distance fun, please. I need it. Thank you. Signed, Aaron. Boom. I, yeah. I, I, uh, this week was, uh, I got sick right after Mel did. That was great. Uh, spent two days in bed and, uh, was like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to bite the bullet and go to the quick care and went to the quick care. And what? Like, you, that simply? No, you're well, not. no, Mel, Mel. I had to literally pressure him and like yell at him. <sighs> Whatever, <laughs> Mel. No, Aaron's really quick to go to the yeah, doctor on his that. own. He's like, favorite. if you don't feel good, just go to the doctor. Like, it's Aaron, that simple. Aaron and I'm like, hey, babe, you're really feeling like shit. You got a low grade fever. Go to the doctor. No, I'm I'm just going to hang out. Aaron, Aaron's had broken bones and stuff. I'm like, no, I'll be but pinky pointing out cack and blood. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Put a little Robitussin on it. Don't just leave me alone. Windex, dude. Shit will be fine. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, anyway, I believe that you had some encouragement from anyway. Melanie there. <laughs> Melanie gently encouraged me to go to the doctor. And I I oh, immediately gave in and, and went. And uh, I get there and she's like, yeah, nothing I could do for that. You're, you got an infection from, from the smoke. Go home. Here. Go home and, and, and sleep. So I took the doctor's orders and spent the first part of the week asleep. And uh, when I woke up, I realized that I am sick and tired of sleeping. 
and which I, I never thought I'd hear you say. And in my I'm life. sick and tired of hi- hibernation time. What? And I'm sick and tired of sitting around the house, and I don't want to do it anymore. But I have to, and so I'm going to have a good attitude about it. I'm going to try what? and and maintain positivity around that. I I started to go down a dark road this week and was looking at the the world through shit colored glasses again and uh, got some of it in my eye and had a long talk oh, with dude. Mel about it and felt a little, a little better. Pink eye. So, yeah. So I, I learned a couple of things this week. Um, sleep when you don't feel good. Listen to your wife when she tells you to go to the doctor. And um, at other times too. And at other times. Um, and you know what? Talking about shit that's bothering you is huge because if you try and just nut up and be a tough guy and act like it's not bothering you, everybody around you can smell the fart. Okay. Just because you pretend like you didn't fart, everybody in the room can smell it. And so those people that are around you that know you and that, um, cohabitate or hang out with you all the time can smell, can feel your funk. And you just acting like it isn't there doesn't do anybody any good. And you just said that with me. That's what we're, we've done to each other. Like you were saying, you were worried about me in the last month. And like last week, it's really tough right now to also not point. You don't want to be the one looking. I don't want to be looking at you or Mel and being like, damn, you look like shit today. You know, it, it, the times we're in right now, you want, last thing you want to do is like even get the hint of like, like you might be sick. To yourself and to others, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but it's but it's important to do that. The fucking cracks are showing, bro. Yeah, it's important to point yeah. that out on each other, so you don't just feel like the like that was good to hear that. You just like, bro, I was worried about you. I was worried about myself last month. I didn't know. Yeah, I was like, sometimes is, you don't know is other he coming people. back from this yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah, and sorry. I yeah, we both were. We talked about it. Yeah, but. You but know, it's hard to talk about it when you're feeling like that with about the other person oh, too. Oh shit! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 everybody's yeah. feeling funky. Everybody's got doo doo on the. Everybody's got pink eye doo doo on their face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Smells like a fart. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, I think one of you guys farted. <laughs> yeah. And like, no, it's you. But it, seriously though, it, it's super important. You know, mental health is is a big deal right now, especially with everything that's happening. And so, if we're not taking care of that part of ourselves. And at least, look, I get it that there is a world outside and we have to go out and interact in it. I understand that. And, you know, talking to the lady at the grocery store about your struggles maybe isn't the best idea. But at least with the people that love you and care about you that are close to you, we got to be real, man. Like Mm -hmm. if you're having a hard time, it is okay to say, hey, man, you know what? I'm really struggling this week. It things like seems like things are shitty and I need somebody to talk me down. And even if that person that you're talking to is like, yeah, man, things are shitty right now, then you don't feel so alone. And maybe they do that. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're like, you know what? Buck up little camper or whatever they say. But I like buck up little camper. Yeah. Just you need to talk (laughs) about it, man, is my point. It made me feel better. Mel and I went for a walk and with the dog and I just unloaded. I was like, I can't handle this anymore. I feel like I'm fucking losing my mind. I, this roller coaster is too much. Some days I feel great. Other days I feel like I'm really have lost my shit. And there's 
too much in the news. There's too much in the world. I can't deal with all of it anymore. And then we came home and made dinner. And I was like, wow, we didn't even like talk about a resolution or how to fix it or make it feel better. And I realized that I started feeling a little Acknowledgement. better. Acknowledgement. Yeah. And sharing. Yeah. Sharing, it really is caring. Take a load and that sharing, that, that that's difficult. Like, like sometimes you like. Spit it out, Apple. Uh, it means selfish. Like sometimes right now in the times we're in, like if you try to draw attention, like, hey, man, I'm not feeling good or something. I, I felt like that. How like, dare you? Like, yeah. Like how dare I mention when there's so much other things going on in the world that are so heavy to try to be like. Hey, what about me? I need to be Molly Coddled. I need you guys to pay no, attention man, to me. No, man, we need love. We all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's, you know what? I'm going to break down for all of you out there right now. I know we don't get political on this show, and, and I'm we're not doing that. But I'm going to break down what's going on right now. You know what the problem is? We all need to love each other more. That's yeah. it. And not just yeah. the people we agree with. That's it. We need to love the people that we're mad at with. And I'm going through that right now with my mom. Like I'm having such a hard time, big issues with my mom. And I am trying to figure out how to put my hurt feelings aside and still love her. It's fucking hard. I haven't mastered it. But when you get your feelings consistently hurt from somebody that you love, that's a really hard thing to forgive. And I'm not saying you should if it's really horrible, but most times they're just messed up and they need love and they need stuff. So but even trying to extend it is what well, I mean. Even to, when there's it's no hard. way to get to that resolution until bo- unless both sides of whatever they are, politics, anything, there's no Family. way to get to that resolution unless there's love from both sides. That's what I was, yeah. even more than all any interpersonal and any, anything love. That's yeah. the thing. And it sounds like such a silly fucking no, love it, is all you need. But guess what? People write songs about it. That's it, man. That is the answer to everything that's happening right now. So put that in your pipe and smoke it this week. Just love, man. Which is a great segue into mom and Kate, their relationship and uh, their chemistry. You can feel the love between yeah. them. And, yes. And the love that they have for what they're doing. And so Cody just said the most amazing thing out there. He's like, nobody cares what you know until they know how much you care. Boom. Yeah. And so that is right. What I feel like Kate and her mom are that like, they're so excited and so in love with what they're doing that. And seem like best friends, like 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 best friends. Right. And like they, you couldn't not be excited about what they're doing. But before we get to that, we got to do the business. business. So follow us on Instagram at no simple road. And guys, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, I believe you are if you're hearing this. You most likely have an Instagram <laughs> account. And when you make a post on Instagram, would you please, for me, use the hashtag, hashtag. No Simple Road, man, so that we could see you. We could interact with each other. We could share your posts. We could all the Get fun excited stuff. With yeah, you. you know what? It's how we build our little No Simple Road family out there, you guys. So, yeah, use the hashtag No Simple Road. Make sure to go to www.nosimpleroad.com and click on the merch tab at the top. And guess what's up there? What? Merch, what's up there? Merch. Bunch of merch. That makes sense. No, we just changed. I like the, the way you put that together. You like put merchandise under under, under the merch merch tab. Yeah, I wow. did. Wow. I I thought of that all on my on my own. So like a big you're boy. so smart. No, you know what, you guys? We just changed the logo on No Simple Road. It's fucking beautiful. It and really is. There amazing. is a bunch of new 
uh, merchandise up there. There's hoodies and T-shirts and fanny packs, camping mugs, all kinds of fun stuff. And you know what? I used to have this idea in my head that like, wow, you you put your logo on everything and sell you trying to make a buck, like whatever, man. I'm going to tell you something. We don't make very much on that stuff. The point of having merch is just so that you guys can have something cool, basically, and the name is out there. Yeah, sure. And we all love that. There's nothing more than I, I'm a merch whore. I'm missing that more than anything. I'm not having shows this year. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than wearing wearing something that is uh, representing something I love mm-hmm. of a band, it feels a good, product, uh, me, what you know. It's not just about <clears throat> getting it there. It's the intention behind it, like. The logo, when you're wearing someone's logo that they put energy and attention and love and time into, you're you're wearing that, and so now you're loving that logo and you're putting Makes your you energy. It. Yeah, it expands that, we it spreads that, and it's nice to see our merch out. Yes, but it's also nice that people want our merch and are wearing it and are infusing themselves with that love that Aaron put into that logo. As yeah, they man. see the, the the I'm wearing the, mine right the now. The proudness of I, Aaron to to know he sat and toiled over this and design. Pr- I'm so proud as a wife to sit here with my favorite hoodie to be wearing the logo that my man created like that to me this is my favorite thing i've ever gotten like my favorite mm-hmm. present it really That's is sweet babe yeah, and, it was, like, and it was like because i've always believed in you from when nobody ever did That's so true to see that you, to see was, when you believe in yourself and to be where like having a, a physical like manifestation of that it's amazing. you made no simple road like birth a child it, yes. It's like it's like the new child, yeah. Because he was working on it for a while and getting days where he was happy, then upset. Mm-hmm. And that's going the, through the that's whole the artist and down in him yeah. that we see, and and then we're like, that's awesome. But yeah, to, oh. to have and now wear a completed uh, work, and it's right on my heart, you know. And it's I'm a part of what No Simple Road is, but he created it. It's just it's beautiful to me in a lot of ways. So. Yeah. Order yep. yourself a freaking cool camping mug or a dope fanny pack. My sister loves her fanny pack. Yeah, man. And there's going to be more stuff coming out. I'm working on other designs. I got some fish-inspired stuff coming up and um, a couple little secret things that I have up waiting in the wings for the holidays for you guys. So, yeah, www.nosimpleroad.com, and that's the merch. You can also sign up for the newsletter there and all the episodes past, present, and well, none of the future stuff is up there, but it could be. It will be sometimes. It will be. And check this out: if you're if you're a human being that has hands, fingers, toes, eyeballs, and all that stuff, and you have a, a cell phone and you listen to No Simple Road, please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. That is the no cost way that you can help spread the word of No Simple Road. And we uh, had no new one this no, week. But, but but you know what? The person that heard me say that just now is, gonna do is it. going in yeah, and leaving a review and Fine. we're going to read it next week on the show. So that's Apple Podcasts and please leave us five-star reviews and all that fun stuff over there. Yeah? Yeah. Yes, okay. please. And last but not least is, come on. Patreon. Where is everybody? Jeez. This is how we keep the wheels going round yeah. and round on this bus and everything, even though this bus is kind of parked bus, this year. The bus is parked, but it, there's it, still plans. We still got, you still got to keep it maintained. You can't just let it sit out there mm-hmm. and not get aired out. buy a new and, battery for it. Yeah, you got to keep it going. And this is how we do it. So if this you uh, 
and then <laughs> wow, Aaron's. Were you? Me and Mel are usually the one. Aaron's. Like, oh, this is how we do it. <laughs> so yeah, this is how we do it. And yeah. if you, you know, if like you are so inclined, to us, then help us out and you know donate a buck, donate five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you it's cute dollars. Yeah, the oh. cute dollars add up. Check this out: patreon.com forward slash no no simple road. Listen, here's the thing. That's like they said. That's how we pay for everything. And if you give a buck all the way up to whatever your amount is, you get special stuff. One of the special stuff that you get stuffs from the $1 tier up to, I think it's the $20 tier. You get 10% off all No Simple Road merchandise. Cool. No Simple Road store. Oh, wow. And if you uh, 20 and above, you get 25% off the No Simple Road store. Oh, that's, that's cool. Okay, yeah, we that you're you're that's hearing this at the same time me and Mel are. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. even more reason to help out the fam. You can sign up on Patreon and then go get some merch and yep. be rad. And all of you existing Patreon folks, all of our Chan donators, we love you guys, and that includes you. That's retroactive. So if you go to Patreon and check out your account and go to the tiers, you'll see your tier and the promo code is up there for you. So go check it out, you guys. And um, yeah, you can call the Tepid line at uh, 971-808-1524. That's 971-808-1524. We have operators manning those phones 24 hours a day, seven days a week, including Veronica and um, uh, Rosh Hashanah. So they are there waiting for you and uh, we'll take your call. They will record it and send it to us with a weird translation through Google's algorithm. So, sure they roll on those days? But, dude, don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> so that's it. That's the business. That's the business. Here we go. Are you ready to get heady and grounded? Yeah. I am. With I mom and am. me astrology. Yeah, with Kate and Mary. Uh, thanks again, ladies, for joining the No Simple Thank Road you, ladies. Uh, show. And uh, without further ado, Kate and Mary Swick from Mom, mom and, and Me Astrology. your picture from your app or your yeah i needed i needed to know who see like see who we're talking to <laughs> also it's a yeah. it's a great logo guys it is it really yeah. is cool oh thank you well that's hats off to kate oh okay so first um welcome to no simple road mom and me astrology podcast um who is mary swick and kate wind thank you so much for joining welcome. us welcome Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So before we before we get started, we're excited too. This is going to be really cool. Uh, Mel, why don't you tell everybody how we ended up here? Okay. So yeah, because I think even you two ladies don't really know like maybe what I had in mind, but I was scrolling through <laughs> I hope they do. Uh, scrolling through Instagram and saw that Kate had created a podcast with her mom. Mary, who was, if, if this is for everybody, Kate is my boss from, my old boss from uh, when I was in Las Vegas and worked at one of the hotels there. And she, um, for gosh, Kate, how the whole, like the, my entire time, you know, minus the years that Chuck was there. Um, yeah. But so Kate and I have a huge background, um, nothing but love for this woman. You are so so talented in so many ways but then mary had the um i had the opportunity to, for mary to be my client and um so she was in my treatment room and so 
I got to meet both of them together and separately. And I just love you as a mom and daughter duo and Kate, like superheroes. yeah. And Kate, <laughs> you've done so much for me in my education in health and wellness and yoga and pure self-confidence. And through the years, like there's nothing I can do to repay what I feel like you, me and your relationship has like Aww, cultivated. That's sweet, very, yeah. Very, very kind. It, well, I know. I mean, it just, even just the opportunity to kind of reconnect. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think like when we were um, at, you know, that, that property, it's like we thought that there was a bigger plan for us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That we were going to reconnect at some point. And it's like, here we are, we're doing it. We it, didn't know what it was going to look like. Yes. <laughs> That's so weird. There's no way that we could have known what it was going to look like, like in this form. <laughs> but when I saw that you and mom teamed up to do a podcast, I was like, so interested i was like i can't wait because kate finally embraced her side and her family side which you know there's something to be said for a family of like welders or carpenters or astrologers, astrologers so, for kate, that matter kate and mary why don't you tell the listeners a, a little about your show and how it started well you know i can't take hardly an ounce of credit for it kate <laughs> i mean you know, yes, um, I joined Kate with a, several Facebook Lives, actually. She invited me to come on, and we had a, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. It just kind of flowed, and we got some nice feedback. And um, Kate, why don't you take it from there? Because that's when she incubated the concept that, you know, maybe we should do something more with this idea. Yeah, I mean, it was all based on quarantine. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, needing to fill our time and I thought okay let me do these lives which I mean I don't know I did not enjoy doing Facebook lives but so I'd bring my mom on in order to you know have a, someone else there yeah, <laughs> because it's yeah. Hard to just do them by yourself and then it was autumn just immediately people would text me or they would text her oh my gosh we love this chemistry between you two and I thought okay I think we have something here and I think probably you guys know this too like starting a podcast with other people not just by yourself feels a lot less intimidating yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> most definitely yeah. um so mel and then so you listened to the podcast and you thought it would be cool to well, do something so you know our podcast is <laughs> is about our life basically and through the two three years that it's been on mm-hmm. it's evolved into music and culture and whatever and so you being a huge part of my life and me wanting to one support you and really I was like how can we establish a connection like this is what I was thinking like how could I how do I reach out to Kate but it really was kind of automatic I was listening to the show and you and mom were talking about Saturn returns Mary you guys have such you you said it Kate chemistry and the these little bite-sized 20 minute Um, you know, pieces that you do on your show about whatever metaphysics, um, we'll just call it that it is, it's memorable. And so you're really retaining the information. And I was like, how can we apply it to the show? How can we make it? It it can be, our show can benefit because there's so much going on. You mentioned Mm -hmm. this podcast being born out of quarantine. Well, our podcast during quarantine has changed dramatically also, if not in our 
way that we do things, but in our feelings behind the scenes, like we have so much emotionally that we're feeling that we can't help but put it into the show. And sometimes it affects us having the motivation for it because we don't want to put ourselves out there when we're not feeling great or not even just that no not just that but also not wanting to get on the mic every week and repeat the same negativity or down feeling that you were feeling the week before because you know as you guys both know I'm sure that quarantine has been difficult for everybody and it's hard not to express that emotion in the midst of it with no end in sight. And so coming on every week and saying, God, things were tough this week starts to wear on us. I can't even imagine for the people listening. So Mel, you you thought it would be a good idea for us to do what? Well, to bring, to bring their talent and their um, chemistry to our chemistry and see what, what would come up. Because first of all, I think what, you two are doing with astrology is a language just like music is a language and it's hidden it's not right out in you know like at least with written language you can literally open a book and see the words q w r right but those are letters well letters sorry um that create words (laughs) but like with astrology you actually have to find something you have to look for something you have to you know you you don't just it doesn't just appear to you. you. There's a study. There's a, and so I thought that the people that our listeners would love to would have um, would benefit from knowing about your podcast and would see something amazing because you two both have your own separate practices. So maybe all you know, all, everything can come out of this. So, you know, new customers, well, new listeners, new everything, and insight, which is what you two are, what you two do, well, bring what insight. The, what the idea was was to have. You guys, we gave you guys the birth date of the show and the time that it was first posted, meaning that's the time that it was born. Yeah. And so. And the, then all of ours, all, Apple's, and then, yeah, Aaron's, all of and our my, mine. So, and so we, we just said, you, you, Kate, I was just like, I really wasn't too specific with you, right? I just was like, kind of, you do whatever you think makes sense. So you can actually show us what you do on the show and also, yeah. you know, teach everybody out there who's listening about a little bit more about astrology and what you do and how do you make it make sense? Yeah. So to your point about like what you said, um, people are craving, Right other people's experience, their knowledge, their words, their, um, their insight, because right. Everyone's yeah. a little panicked right now. Yes. Right. Right. We've, we've all experienced whether it's been good or bad, big changes in 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. And so I think when people have something to look to, it's like you guys you know, like what we've been doing on our podcast. I mean, it's a great time yeah. to be talking and getting your words out there. So, wow. so to that point, um, yeah, Mel did provide the birth date, time and location to the three of you guys. And in addition to the start of the show. So, you know, a lot of times when we think of astrology, we just assume that astrology is for a person, but oftentimes we do astrology for the United States, right? When we were founded, we do it for businesses. Yes. So like Mel had said, she had provided the birth date, time and location to three of you guys, in addition to the birth date of your podcast. And many times we think of astrology, we just think that astrology is for people. And we often look at the birth chart of like the United States or when businesses were created. 
So like, you know, when the hard rock shut down in Las Vegas, we pulled the birth chart to the hard rock to see like, could we have predicted that it would close its doors under this energy? Wow. Wow. So, I didn't even know that right? happened. Well, what's interesting is that it's a, it's a mathematical concept. And I know that doesn't sound very spiritual, but we're talking about numbers. We're talking about the day on the calendar. We're talking about the time on the clock and the latitude and longitude of where the event is happening, where the birth is happening. Wow. And that's what the magic, if there's magic in astrology, it's the fact that it's numbers. Wow, and Mary. Out of it comes all this enrichment about how those numbers translate. It's, a, it's such a, I mean, that blows my mind. Yeah. That, that just blew my know, mind. Well, doesn't, doesn't the, I mean, I understand what you mean about numbers and mathematics, but also doesn't like the energies of the planets themselves have something to do with it and the influence that those particular spheres have over the human body because we're made up of water and energy that that affects us as well, not just the mathematic and number end of it. Well, it starts with the mathematics, doesn't it? Okay. Where was Venus in relationship to the sun at the moment you were born? That starts a relay race that's going to go throughout your life. So it has to start somewhere. That's the mathematical part. Okay. Mm. There is a beginning. And then it progresses from there. Wow. So I, I, I get what you're saying. Yes. Uh, you know, the sun means something. The moon means something. Venus means something. Yes. So what what sign is the show? So um, we have an order with um, where we're going to start with Apple. But when we look at your that's the, um, podcast, you are a Leo sun. Oh. oh, wow. Okay, and so, Kate, okay, you can go back to your yeah, start. Yeah, go you, back. You had I'm a thing. Sorry. That's, I, let's I'm, hear I'll it. shut up. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. You're fine. But what is interesting, though, about that Leo Sun that the podcast has is um, you, Aaron has a connection with that exact degree in his personal chart. Whoa. And I think that was the most interesting thing about looking at all four charts together is you know, the probability of people having the same thing in their chart, like there's 360 degrees that we're looking at. And there were just some uncanny similarities between your three charts and the chart of the podcast that I thought there is some deep seated connection between the three of you guys and the making of your show. Whoa. Which wow. is just really cool to, to look at. And, you know, uh, that Leo, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it now, but it's such a good topic. Leo is see me, let me be seen, let me be heard. Mm. Leos need a stage. Well, a podcast certainly needs a stage. It needs an <laughs> audience. It needs the applause or the comments or the advertising dollar. Wow. Whatever, however you want to measure the audience. And it's not just that they're a Leo, right, Kate? They've got Mars on their sun. So, whoa, Mars, that's powerful. Now, I don't know if it's because of maybe edgy material that you may reference. Mars can be really out there. <laughs> uh, Mars can be also competitive in a marketplace. Mm. 
I think a lot of energy here. Yeah, I think that they, that both of those things apply to the show. Um, you know, the show started off with Aaron talking about you know his experience with psychedelics and and music and being young and traveling across wow. the country and um and then you know Aaron and I were very open about our history which also can be very controversial and um I think that what we've done with the show definitely hasn't been safe um but it's been I, I the flashy part I never thought of it that way that's a really another way to look at it like that that Leo flashy be seen I I don't know if that's that flashy that's just the nature of Leo. the the thing like if you start a podcast you don't start it because you don't want people to see it <laughs> yeah you start right, it because you want to be that. seen and, and heard you have something to say and yeah. you feel like there is there's a you want to communicate and so that completely makes a hundred percent sense and the I mean, everything you just said really. But also in Leo, Leo rules the entertainer. It rules music. It rules all the people that perform on stages, whether they're just platforms or whether they're grand ballrooms, like great theaters. And isn't that one of the big aspects about your podcast? Yes, and entertainment, and yeah. and Aaron's personal life. His dad was always in entertainment, and so was his mom. And um, our daughter is in entertainment. Like our son-in-law, oh. it's it's oh. everywhere in our life. Like it's it's, I guess it's it is our life. Entertainment is our life. You know, based on ev- like all the areas where it comes from. And we like it's, entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so we'll get into this as we go through yes. it. So the podcast son, right, that zero degrees of Leo that we're talking about, is Aaron's sun moon midpoint. <gasps> and we're going to go through all of your midpoints. But so the fact that even that you're saying like, oh, Aaron gets very personal, right, on the podcast and shares his story, it would suggest, because that's a very personal point in his chart that he shares with the podcast. It's being amplified by the podcast. So you may be telling stories that you've not told anyone even. Yeah. And of course, because it's a podcast in a public fashion. So let's, um, I think let's move to Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so Apple, can I ask, what is your experience with astrology? Have you had a chart done before? Do you know anything besides just saying I'm a Gemini? Uh, Not, not a lot. I, 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 was exposed to it when I was younger. My my sister was very into. She was a tarot card reader. Worked at Psychic Eye in Las Vegas for years, and I was exposed to it through her and my mom. They were always readers, and books were around. But I don't honestly. I didn't retain a whole lot of that knowledge as I got older. And I I I've had chart done a couple times. Um, it's it's been a while. I don't. I'm not well versed in astrology. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's more than a lot of people tell us. So that's awesome. So you're probably used to saying I'm a Gemini. And simply all we're doing when we say that is saying where the sun is in our chart. But there's so much more that we look at, right? We look at the moon, we look at the ascendant, we look at natal aspects, where the planets were when you were born, because they'll always, you'll always carry those traits, those energies and those patterns. Okay. Okay, so Gemini Sun, but you have a stellium in Virgo. Tell them what a stellium is. 
So a stellium is when we're seeing three or more, usually four or five planets in the same sign. Whoa. So you have we're six planets sitting in Virgo all together in the fourth house. And the fourth house you know what is that means, Apple? No. <laughs> <laughs> it means you divide the room. People like you or they really steer clear of you. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that's because you're uh, outrageous in some manner. You are so focused. You're like a laser beam walking into the room. Okay. And those that uh, want to learn, want to get better at something, want to understand a niche topic, they will gravitate to you. And there's other people say, no, he's into that. I'm not interested. Mm. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You just tied it up with that last thing that you said, Mary. He, they're, they're both kind of sitting here nodding their heads at me as you're saying like, uh-huh. He is, I've, Apple and I have been best friends since I was 12 and he was 14. I'm 48. He's 51. Yeah. And he is two people. There's, there's two people in him. There's one guy that is that guy that you're talking about right now. And then there's another one that is very um, confrontational and <laughs> moody. And that's just the time of his moon cycle. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and like doesn't give a shit about anything. But the other guy is the antithesis of that guy. They are mirror opposites of each other. So I don't know if that makes sense. Whatever. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> well, can I say something else? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's really sensitive to not being respected. So mm-hmm. Apple reads you. And if you're just going, uh-huh, 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 and he knows that you're bouncing back what he's saying to you, he gets, that irritates him greatly, particularly <laughs> when he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Again, in the short term, and again, please don't be offended, Apple. No. You're probably not a great employee. Mm-mm. That employer-employee relationship is not your thing. Now, I understand you've held jobs. I'm sure maybe you currently hold a job. So I'm, I, I understand you might wrestle with that. The dilemma that you face over and over in your life is that you get yourself in positions where the boss, whoever that might be, the owner, you know more than they do. Holy you have shit. a better idea, a better plan. So it's really challenging for you to water it down. I think when you say that about not being a good employee, I usually say you don't make a good employee because you make a better manager, you make a better owner, you do do better being the boss. Yeah, that's yes, that's a great way of saying. Both ways are really great. He's flabbergasted right now. By the way, the the look on his face is befuddlement and because it is so true. I've never (laughs) quite put it in that. But no, that's that is what's going on with my life now too, and my job. Did you want to bring up the thing about the food? About- oh, food. you know what? You have something going on with food in your chart. So uh, again, you have you have both bases covered. You know, we can talk about food. We can think of restaurants. I might say, boy, you have an interest in uh, 
bringing people together, food, you know, getting them around the table. Of course, could be alcohol as well, but the idea of camaraderie around food. And then second of all, you have a whole thing about just knowledge about food and knowledge about maybe plants as well. So gardening, going down that whole path. So that is, there's your destiny. Oh, operating out of one of those two circles. And of course, it can vacillate, right? Yeah. At one point, he could be into the gardening. Another time, he could be into uh, going to restaurants, going to the best restaurants. Other times, he could be cooking at home a lot to host people. Yeah, that's the cool thing about our charts is when we're born with this, you know, when we're younger, we don't necessarily have the options of how it lives out. A lot of times when we're younger, things are done to us and we're just reactive or we're kind of put into these environments that are, you know, our parents are influencing us with it. And then as we get older, we can take that same energy and make it our own. So when you're saying like, you know, okay, is, can we look at this chart and say, oh, he's a gardener and he knows all sorts about plants and what you can eat and what you can, or does he own a restaurant? Right. Right. We can't, with astrology, we can't necessarily pinpoint what it is, but it, those are, that's the, the big topic. For that. So, okay. Just, yeah. just so you ladies know, Apple works with plants every day. That's his job. He works in the cannabis industry. Oh, and, and, yeah. okay. and yeah. when, yeah, Consumable. totally. Yeah. And all, all the edibles and all that stuff too. But when we are at home going, getting ready to go out to eat, Apple is <laughs> researching every <laughs> dish on the menu, every uh, restaurant. Uh, he is oh, that yeah. guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he fits into both those things that yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of glad you guys are, are don't know too much because this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah. and, and I want to clear, he can't stop himself. No. He can't act this one. Oh, now that I know that I'll, I'll start stopping. I won't <laughs> do that. No, it's, it's not. It's a, it's a, again, I'm using that term mathematical, but it's a mathematical contract. And that is implied. This is the path you're on. Live it. Mm. Don't diminish it. Right. Yeah. 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 I like that. Might say, well, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, that's what I want to do. Don't diminish wow. it. I Whoa. love that phrase, Mary. Well, it's, it's very important. Very important. And also, um, in that stellium, and again, that's a heavy grouping. And I said it divides the room because it's so strong. It's like like he hits a, like a psychic punch to people when you meet him. So it's great, of course, if you want to learn. He, I mean, he's a natural teacher, trainer. Let me demonstrate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do step one. Do step two. Do step three. You're highly, I'm not saying you're not messy. You possibly could be very messy. But I'm telling you, I do think you're very organized in your mind. Yes. Yes. What, so, Mary, can you um, expand on more what that psyllium, like what's the significance of that stellium. many, or stellium, whatever that. Psyllium's a husk. <laughs> a husk. <laughs> the husk. Yeah. Um, you know it's not common. It's not common. Yeah. You have to be born at a time, in his case, at the planet Uranus, the moon, the Jupiter, the Pluto, the north, the south node, all lined up together in the sky. Technically, if we had a telescope, we could have looked up in that sector to the north when he was born. They were all there, all within, he was here, almost uh, 20 degrees. They all out of showed 360 up. 360 degrees. Wow. They were all this grouping. 
Yeah, so the idea is everyone's so used to saying there's sun sign, like I'm an Aquarius or I'm a Libra, right? And not realizing that most of us have several signs in our chart. That's simply just where the sun's sitting. So we look to see where's Venus, where's Saturn. And some charts you look at and they have a very nice blend of all 12 of the signs. Some people, you know, have it very concentrated in, in three or four of the signs or none of one of the signs. And then, hey, you get people like Apple's chart and it's like, Whoa. Whoa. And so it's like, it's amplifying, you know, if you had like a, like, you know, a piece of a circular thing and, um, it's concentrated in one area. Yeah. Mm. So it's a punch to people when they meet you because it's, it's like, I'm punching you, putting all my energy, think of your body, think I'm going to hit you. Right. And I take all my physical force and just punch you in the stomach. Right. Whoa. It's a big deal versus somebody else who's very scattered, let's say with their energy. Then, you know, they're really easygoing. A lot of people, nobody dislikes them, put it that way, sometimes when you have a very diverse chart because you get a lot of adaptability. I'm mm. sorry, Apple, you're not one of those. This is this is so, great. Um, <laughs> well, we should talk about his detail. Obsessive detail. Virgo, 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 Virgo. You can't have that much Virgo in a chart without being obsessive in detail. So you, when you tell your stories, you may get in, you may color your story, really paint a clear picture of who said what, how they said it, when they said it, what angle the sun was at at the time of the conversation. You can get into massive detail. And of course, you're a process guy, process. You, you, you love the process of anything. So this makes something up simple, the process of cooking a steak, the process of, you know, building something. You're into the process and you're into every level being done in a particular protocol that you see as better. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The, the, wow. This is a trip. <laughs> the, what are you? What are you feeling yeah, I mean, right now? Both, Apple? You're almost like, like glassy-eyed over there. Here, oh, I, well, I'm having a hard time trying not to look at the, these two because they're just both shaking their heads. And I, the, <laughs> no, that the, wow. This is very interesting. That that is the cool part, though, because astrology. There's so much self-awareness that has to go into it, right? And we talk to clients all day long, and sometimes you get on the phone with someone. Oh, I don't, I don't see that. I don't, I don't know how that applies, but you get two people sitting there and you tell them the same information and the friend's shaking her head. That's, oh, that's you. That's so you. You do that all the time. Yes. Right. And so it's like, <laughs> there's, there can be a lot more validity in it when you say it in front of other people that know you because they can, they see these traits coming out. They call you well, it, and it totally makes sense what you just said, but I mean, because these two know me better than anybody in my life have for a long time. And that if you were talking to just me, there are probably parts of this, right? But like, you know, even I didn't say it like, no, that's not really true. But when right. it's people that know you and are like, oh, yeah, yes. Then it's like, damn, that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But I think that this is it's such a like you said, Kate, that self-awareness um, with that reading. There's a lot of awareness that you just shed on his personality, on. Um, how he does things like it, it really opened my eyes to like 
connecting the dots of like the menu, like you, Aaron said about the menu and we go out, he's always like, we're going to go to this restaurant. You know, there's a little bit of something he wants to order the appetizer, the drink, the salad, the soup, the specialty bread, he like everything. And so what you guys are saying, like this is living with him for the past four years. Like I, I see all of this, exactly what you're saying. Not just like, Oh, that's him. Just like, Oh, that's that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the other side, the other interesting thing in that stellium is that the planet Uranus and the moon were right there together in the sky by one degree. Now, that's not likely, unlikely to catch that exact moment. And that means someone who's very inventive. And inventive, literally, I can... Uh, I can fix that problem. I know how to wire that up. I know how to have an idea in my head that this, I'll make this work. But it means also kind of the inventive thing of uh, coming up with the, uh, um, well, what I was not about Uranus month. I'm sorry, Mel, did you just say that Apple lives with you guys? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, shared housing, Uranus moon. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you've always had more, I mean, I'm going to say untraditional, just for a lack of a better word, yeah. right? But untraditional living arrangements. Oh, my gosh. Oh my you God. guys, this is not the first time <laughs> Apple has lived with friends. He, okay. b- before okay. he lived, um, yeah, when we were in Vegas, he had his own place for a short time. But most of the time he lived with his other best friend, Nick, for years and years is what I can remember. And when we were kids, like I was 16 living with him and his mom. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you yeah. have that. You do really, you do maybe better, you know, living in those communal environments or living in untraditional housing environments versus other people that you might feel very comfortable in that where other people might be like, oh, don't you want your privacy? Or, you know, they might find it weird or they could say they couldn't do it, but you might feel very comfortable like, doing that. Yeah. You know, like, or sharing your space with Airbnb guests or, you know, doing couch surfing. Yeah, come stay with me. <laughs> that is very much me. And finally, when Mel said that when I had my own place for a couple of years, I I realized that I'm not the best on my own. Okay, it's it's exactly. easy to get lost and th- and really like a lot of the things you've been describing, like uh, getting like too into a task or something. Like, like I I don't know, hard on myself, I guess, in a way when I'm not around other people. Yeah. Yeah, well, you thrive in those environments. Yeah, definitely okay. it has so been since one, he got here. One last thing we'll say about Apple Start, we're going to connect this into Melanie's start. Okay, okay. Is, right, we talked about there's 360 degrees in this wheel. And there is a point that breaks up each of the 12 houses. I know this is a little technical. But Apple and Melanie share the exact same point that separates all 12 of their houses. Yeah. Which is wild. What? I don't even know what the probability on that would be like. I'm not a curiosity. <laughs> but it, it, it's an interesting, the quality that is associated with that. And it's six degrees of Gemini. That's what we, technically what we're talking about. Six degrees of Gemini rising. It represents this idea of kind of knowing when to get in and when to get out. I use a very simple example from childhood when that little tilt the world thing in the playground and went round and round and round. It always was going during recess and you had to jump on 
while it was in motion. And generally you had to jump off while it still was in motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have, both of you have this uncanny ability to understand that concept. Now, it's associated sometimes with the marketplace, of course, knowing when to buy a stock, when to sell a stock. But also it kind of knows when the times are shifting. Time for me to move. Time for me to put this down. Time for me to move on to something else. Yeah, there's also that degree about having a really good game phase, having a good poker phase. I can now see where this ties into Apple. I'd have to think on this for Melanie, but it rules things like irrigation, tunnels, the laying of pipes, drilling. Irrigation irrigation systems. Anything with tubing. Anything with tubing and connections. uh, Carrying something, obviously liquid, but it could be oil or gas as well. Other things that are carried in tubes. Uh, it's, again, that's a technical interpretation, but that's how simple it can get sometimes. Hmm. Okay. So with that, Mel, so with that being said, you are also a Gemini rising, right? Well, you're probably used to saying I'm a Libra. Yeah. Right? So you're a Libra sun. Um, and then your moon sits in Capricorn. So when we look at your chart, one of the first things that stuck out is that um, Pluto sits within one degree of your sun. And Pluto is kind of known as this big bad boy planet. <laughs> it rules the underworld. So we talk about the idea of before and after. So it would suggest, and you were born with this your entire life, right? And as we get older, that self-awareness kicks in. Oh, I, I keep attracting these situations, right? Mm. Maybe we've become rather good at it. And so I would think you're good at crises. Oh, yeah. And you're good at walking people through before and after. So meeting them at one stage in life and then them leaving you once they're, they've kind of gone through a transformation. So I could see that very simply with just the beauty industry, right? You come into my room to get a facial, right? You yeah. look one way when you came to me, you look different when you leave. Yeah. Um, okay. you know, the same with the, the yoga practice, but your entire life, you've probably walked people through transition. Kate, I, I have to tell you just this morning, we were having a conversation in the kitchen and uh, we were talking about one of our friends that we met when we moved up here that was having a difficult time when we met her. And um, just recently, Mel and her reconnected and, and she got her shit together, basically. This person is thriving and doing fantastic now. And Mel told me that this person told her, like, you know, I owe a lot of it to you guys. Like you showed me a different way to live and, and showed me what I wanted for my life. And I would come hang out with you guys and feel like, well, why can't I have this at home? And then I decided to go do that for myself. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Like she does that for people. That's like, she's on the phone all the time talking (laughs) people through their stuff, man. Yeah. It's It's a therapy. To be honest, I mean, Melanie, if you're looking for another career, therapist. Now, whether you do it with a license or without, that's what you're doing. You're healing people. Now, I say a little more blunter sometimes to people. I say, you are like an ambulance driver. Symbolic. You drive to the scene of the crisis. Oh, yeah, that's a good, mm-hmm. yeah, that you're, you don't shy away from it. You hear yeah. someone having an issue and you're showing up at their door. Like, we're, we're all avoiding it because, oh, my gosh, what's going on over there? And, <laughs> and Melanie would be saying, no, let's go over there. 
Yes. Certainly, let's call. Let's check it out. (laughs) You know, again, you missed your career as a fire person, you know, or police. I don't know. But the idea is, and again, I want to say something, and this might be, we don't need to discuss this in depth, but this all stemmed out of your childhood. You were groomed very early on to deal with situations outside of your control. You were groomed in it. You were immersed in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it would link probably to parents, of course, most children who's dictating their lives. Um, And that groomed you. So I say this because it then becomes a point where you go, oh, my God, that wasn't, yes, it was bad or maybe it was challenging. I get it. But it groomed me to help people going through crisis. Mm -hmm. It becomes your calling card. Yeah, And the crazy thing is, you're really, really good at it. Even though you might not even know the impact of your words. Uh, I love the example that you gave about, you know, this friend came back that you just role modeled a life that they thought was like, wow, I could do that. So you're healing people continually. And can I say again, this is a negative saying it, but if people don't want to change, if I'm in a bad situation and you're my friend, um, I won't be your friend any longer because you will edge me to change, to go through a transformation. And if I don't want to change, if I'm stuck, I won't like you. <laughs> so you probably get that rejection occasionally where you go, oh, my God, I could so help that person. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's her turn. Like, Your turn, I, now it's, yeah. I don't like going last. I want to go first next time. <laughs> no, I, you know, Mary, the thing about the childhood, it, it just, what it does is it brings so much um, sense to everything. And it helps in my personal healing because I've always felt like that. Like I'm like, you just deal with things. And I, I realize it over a lifetime of meeting people that not everybody sees things that way. How do you deal with things if you're in pain or if you're hurt or if you're going through things? I'm like, you just do. And I realize that's now that people don't just do. That's how you have breakdowns and you get hurt and you have emotional, you know, you know, pains and stuff. And just everything that you said, it validates that's what the word is. It validates a lot in me that helps me to get over the last little part of the stuff that made me have to see those things and groomed me. You, you, you will be prepared for your life's work. If you want to speak really spiritually, what is your life mission? My life mission is to heal people, help people in transition. The stories are not pretty stories. Oh, no. These are sometimes very ugly stories and things that are very confidential or taboo in nature. But that doesn't scare you. No. no. It's, it's, pretty, it's amazing. I mean, you know, really, really nice. So, yeah, I think when we share that, because that can be scary. And I think if you, you said you've listened to our podcast, so, you know, everything has a higher and a lower octave to it. Yes. Right? And that's why we could look at someone's chart and be like, is this a police officer that um, is dealing with crime and catching criminals and using weapons? Or is this a bad guy 
mm-hmm. who is committing the crimes and using the weapons on people, right? That's why he's the there. Same energy, yeah. higher and lower. So when we see that in your chart and then we look at your midpoint, so the midpoint is the exact point between your sun and your moon. And people wouldn't be able to see this just looking at their chart. You really need an astrologer or a program to be able to identify what this point is. Your sun moon midpoint is all about letting your voice be heard, being ahead of your time. And we consider this like the Snoop Dogg degree that you just march to your own, <laughs> you just march to your own drummer. Mm-hmm. You know, and that suggests that you can take maybe that energy that, you know, you were groomed with and really make the best out of it. So just another little aside about Mel and I, Kate, I don't know if you know this, but when Mel and I met, um, I was, well, when we got together, I was a homeless heroin addict. And we have been married with a family and been successful for over 23 years. And great portion of that is because of Mel. Because of her healing ability and her ability to put people back together, people being me. That's a huge story. Yeah. Huge. Episode 16, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that Pluto. Pluto does not give up. No. I mean, it's like a, it's a teacher with a failing student. They go that extra bit. What does it take for this kid to, you know, help him along, maybe in an alternative way, but to help him move forward? And in a love relationship, Pluto, when Pluto's involved in a love relationship, obviously very strong in yours, it represents the deepest kind of form of love, kind of the drama that we oftentimes see in movies hell on high water and nothing can break our spirit so it's Melanie it's, it's so dominating your chart it's hard to even talk about other things because <laughs> they pale they just pale I was thinking like what else do we want this to really? talk about with her chart yeah, yeah exactly well, well let's talk about the moon though because I know we both like this degree um, Mel, your moon sits at 10 degrees of Capricorn. Oh, yes, I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, about, this is about being a late bloomer. Yeah. And and again, I, I mean, I know some of your accomplishments already in life, so it's not to take away from what you've already accomplished. But, you know, it's like a very slow but steady progress or process and yeah, progress through your life that ultimately pays off maybe much later in life than peers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, your 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s are going to be much better for you. I don't know how you regard your first half of your life already. But um, again, it's a very old role map model. But I always talk about, you know, um, Grace Kelly, girl next door, all of a sudden became a Hollywood star. And then oh, then she became Princess of Monaco. Mm. So you just didn't see it coming. Girl next door to Princess you know, you know, 20 years later, that is your story. That is your story. So it's kind of a very cool energy and um, not much fun to tell to someone when they're in their 20s. They get, they get very depressed. <laughs> but, you know, it's very fun to talk to someone who has a little bit of age on them to know the best is yet to come. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, that's funny, the, the late bloomer, because I, 
I do identify it, but then at the same time, like, what do you mean late bloomer? I was a mom at 16. I'm already a grandmother at 41, but I, I do see what, where you're coming from because that youth and, and having to be a parent really didn't develop myself. It helped develop my children. And I feel a lot more like I'm, like I'm just being developing now. And you know what? I have one just, just crying into what you're thinking. Do you really dream of having some big old house? And I, I'm using the word old, a house with history, a house with history. So it's not that it has to be, you know, an antique type of house, mm-hmm. but something that is a dominating house. You have a real need on some level or something, and it will come. Maybe you already have it already. But again, a, a very unique house or a house that, you know, just makes a really strong impression. And oftentimes it's not because it's a new subdivision with everything new in it. No, that might annoy you. Actually. That's not our style. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah no, Kate, that's it does. how we roll. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a glorious house, a glorious house of some sort. That is in your future. I don't know if you felt you've lived it already, Mm-mm. but... I mean, I, I, it's not that I have. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> We're sitting in a pretty glorious place yeah, right now. We so. are, exactly. Like I feel like I've been very fortunate um, from all of my childhood experiences to when I actually became a parent, and I've always lived in such a beautiful and positive environment that, um, and each one has been better than the last. So as you're saying that, I feel like as though I'm in it and as I can imagine what you're talking about I'm as well. I'm looking forward to that. And, I've, and I, just for the record, I've always been attracted to just unusual things. And it doesn't always have to be the same style, just something that's beautiful and unique. Um, my grandmother's house was the only one of its kind in the Bronx with three stories and a basement and a parking lot. And it was very grand for some place that was, did not have housing like that. Um, so I always feel like it was something that I, from that moment that I, something I wanted or something that I, I loved, you know? Whoa, dude. Set break. That first set was jamming. Whoa. Those those ladies know how to, how to groove. You know what? You know who else knows how to groove? Define premium, premium cannabis. Yes, yes they do. <laughs> premium. We'll that with the premium. Premium cannabis. It's premium. It's premium cannabis. <laughs> go get it. Go go hook, hook go, yourself up. Go hook yourself up. Yeah, in these trying times, we want to be there for you. And so, Define has two locations. two locations. One in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove, and check this out. Apple works at the one in Hillsboro Monday through Friday. If you go in there, he will come out of the back on a tricycle dressed like a clown and he will funnily figure out what cannabis product is best funnily funnily i will so hilariously come out and visit us and when you do do not forget to mention that you are a listener of the show and why would they do that so you get 10 percent off your purchase and a free free t-shirt and we are very happy to be essential during all this and we are bringing on new farms and products all the time cbn is the rage now hey apple uh, tell them about that stuff you brought home i brought home the brothers apothecary uh, a lot of other companies the cbn is the new thing that is hitting the market it's the new, new. Um, it is a sleep aid and it is amazing um, they have a cbd and cbn one-to-one tincture and a thc cbn 
these both really aid in sleep. And I know a lot of people out there have had sleepless evenings. I have tried this on several people now, including myself. Emmy. It works fantastic. And we are there to educate you. So come visit us out in Hillsboro or Forest Grove. We'll take care of you. By the way, Define has a new Instagram, Define, D-E-F-Y-N-E-P-C dot life on Instagram. So go check that out. Make sure you tell them when you go in that you listen to No Simple Road, get your 10% off your free t-shirt. That's every visit, not just your first visit, and take care of your head. And then when you get home with your premium cannabis and you're nice and relaxed, go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and go check out the new design that is up in the shop tour bus shop which is the so many roads design it is a dope ass camper van being (laughs) driven by a skeleton and it's just for us so go check that out you guys shop tour bus is gonna send this t-shirt hoodie sticker or otherwise cool thing that you order from them to you in a hand design one of a kind box that is the only one like that in the entire multiverse out of all the timelines that are happening right now that box there is that, not there will one. not be another box like that one you will have a one of a kind piece of art and in that box along with your purchase will be a genuine bona fide grateful dead cassette tape bootleg and a pencil to spool the tape with so you're not just getting what you ordered you're getting something special with love intention light and a little bit of the grateful dead magic inside that hand design box and you're most likely get some candies gums trinkets i mean you don't know what's going to be in there and you know what else mystery that whole thing can come to you with free shipping if you put in the promo code no simple road at checkout they will hook you up because you are part of the family so hook them up go check them out at at shop tour bus on instagram or shoptourbus.com online put in the promo code no simple road and you know what you're gonna get more than you bargained for and you know what else what i think i think the lights oh they just dim, they're dimming the lights oh dude. the show's coming the show's back coming on. back on are you ready yeah get, Here, get some water take hydrate this, take this mel okay you ready all right cool you guys good yeah we're good let's get back to the show and this is a little unrelated but kind of just picking up on something you just said you know in apple's chart we talked about moon and uranus conjuncting and moon is home and security and uranus is that untraditional energy and Melanie, in your chart, you have Uranus, that untraditional energy, conjuncting Venus, which is the planet of love and beauty. But, you know, the idea when you say, I'm attracted to things that are a little bit different. Yeah. Right? That's that wow. Uranus. Yeah. You know, there could be six options and everyone's gravitating towards one. And you might be like the one vote for the most <laughs> unique looking one or the most abstract, the one that looks a little bit different than all the rest yes mm-hmm. that you're always going to gravitate you'll always gravitate to the more untraditional side of beauty right seeing beauty where other people think oh no it's dirty and you're, you're looking beyond the dirt and you see the potential of it <laughs> that that's the, yeah the, well that's spot on aaron just raised his hand that's spot on with like aaron when she found him like she saw what was behind that dirtiness and that and the same thing she does you do that all the time mel will go like uh like offer up and so go pick up something that would be trash to somebody else or not praying and then come home and like bedazzle it and make it special and make it a room that we're sitting in is filled with stuff like that yeah she does that all the time <laughs> including myself well, yeah, I mean, it is venus so the love is there too so i've been thinking like oh you know attracting partners that have very different backgrounds or 
you know, you know, being in the love story that people are like, oh, I never would age differences, age differences to keep untraditional relationships as, as well. Huh. Yeah, we do have that. I think I interrupted someone. I don't know. No, oh, no, no it was good. Apple was drinking his tea. Oh, perfect. Okay. Do you no, have anything else that you want to talk about with Mel's chart before we move on to? Um, no, I, I, I want to have one a general comment. Each one of your charts has a very strong Aquarian feel to it. And uh, Aquarius rules the future. Maybe you remember in the 60s, we're singing the age of Aquarius. I, mean, I know you weren't living there, but the idea is if you're aware of that song that came out then. Yes. yes. The concept is we're now in the age of Aquarius, and you all are very Aquarian, oftentimes related to your midheaven, where you're going in life, what the direction is. So you all seem to carry this kind of idealistic and yet might look revolutionary and threatening to some people. And yet very um, uh, like forward vision, I might say. And that's kind of interesting to see uh, that quality playing out. You all have something major in Aquarius in your chart, and that's where it mm. really stands out. So I might say that compatibility, I'm not saying that you all agree on everything, but the idea you know what has been can no longer stand. We need change yeah. and in some way of course you're doing that you're role modeling that whoa mm -hmm. so i think for aaron's we're going to start off with something a little bit different and i might just ask you um you know because i know you've lived in las vegas mm -hmm. um but when we think of your time in las vegas where you are now i would assume where you're living now serves you much better than las vegas did oh, uh, on just i was photography uh, yeah, I was dying there, literally, and spiritually, and figuratively, and every other Lee. It was awful. I, I, I have to say, like, I met Mel there. Uh, I met Apple there. My kids were born there, and I raised a wonderful family there. And all that stuff is wonderful and beautiful and cool. But the personal side of things there, like my mental state and my soul didn't feel good there and yeah so you were under a strong uranus line there which we've talked about uranus already a little untraditional and um now you're under a strong saturn line which gives much more structure to you so whether if, if you think like oh maybe i tried to launch a podcast you know in las vegas you might not have had the determination or um you know that the structure that you needed to do it where where you are now you might feel much more inclined mm -hmm. to have the structure and the foundation to do projects to bring to completion things that you start um, and it just provides a stronger foundation for you yeah definitely I, you know what and also um you may find yourself working hard though you may say no i i really work excessive amount of time or hours uh, again, not to, I don't want to say just one thing that you're doing, but just how busy you keep your time scheduled. Um, uh, anyone who, uh, you have a very, in your chart, you know, Neptune was on your son when you were born. Now, I just want to make it clear, this is not traditional. When we pick up three charts, we don't say, oh yeah, you've got Pluto on your moon, you have Uranus on your moon, and this one's got Neptune on your sun. No, this is, these are three 
I mean, you know, we could sit and talk on them a half hour just on that one aspect. But when you were born, Neptune was on your sun by two degrees, which is considered quite close. Neptune on the sun is like watercolors. I don't remember painting with them as a child, but they would run. They would run. It would be hard to keep them in the line. You know, oil paints, boy, you can keep those in the line pretty mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Watercolors just run. So your chart is one of crossing borders, crossing boundaries. And to be honest, maybe you shouldn't be crossing them, right? This doesn't mean that, oh, yeah, we put a, a wall here, and then you're trying to climb over it. <laughs> you see it as, a, as something to get overcome, to get around. Where everyone, everyone else understands it. No, that's to keep me in the lane here. <laughs> so, so you understand when Kate's talking about you're on a line that offers structure. Now, for a lot of people, that could be stifling. It could be, oh, my God, I hate this. But you, you never colored in the line. You've never colored in the line with, with a chart like this. It's no. a dreamer. They're creative. High-end creative susceptible to addiction, clearly, clearly. Uh, And it represents very um, reading, hearing, sensing things that other people are not. So, uh, again, as a child, you probably maybe love to hide, for example. You'd love that idea that how long will it take them to know that I'm missing? When will they find me? You're into these these feelings very that a lot of people are just not thinking about. <laughs> when I think of that Neptune, so I always talk about that Alice in Wonderland type oh, yeah. energy. Oh. You know, things on the ceiling when they're supposed to be on the floor yeah. or again, just that ultra creative, being able to vision it, see it, be excited about it. Also, again, this is, again, personal question. You may not want to answer it. But, Aaron, I would think that you would have an obsession about your feet. Now, it could be because of the shoes you wear, or maybe you can't stand wearing shoes, you like to go barefoot. Or maybe it's, oh, I have a flat foot. Oh, I have a, a something specific about my foot. So there is something, and again, go with me on this. Hang with me. If we're concerned about our feet, that's our stability. We stand on our feet. Right. And you have a very like fish like energy. So you don't have feet on some way. Uh, and this is where you can go off course in life sometimes. Yeah. And again, you call it a side trip. Yeah, I've had, I had, I've had <laughs> hundreds of thousands of those side trips. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you 100%. Nothing yeah. that you said is off base, even a little bit. I, I'm a fish. And I go off. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> would you, Would you mind sharing? Do you are you Do you have sensitive feet? I don't know about sensitive, but I he, have. He always has a thing about like certain kinds of shoes that he wears. Like he will not just go buy shoes. It's the certain kind yeah, he will buy. Self awareness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I don't think he realizes it, but he won't use other other shoes in like Vans. He doesn't. Just, he doesn't wear Nike shoes. He does. He will not. If you'll buy them for him, he won't wear them unless they're only for running then he'll wear them i'll i've gone to go buy shoes like five times and not bought shoes because i can't buy shoes i'll I'll stand there and get locked up i can't do it 
So yes, so there, have, there's a thing. Foot. Yeah. Got a foot thing going on. Nailed there. it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how the detail of the chart, I could say it's a mouthful, but the ruler of your ascendant is Neptune and Neptune sits on your sun. So uh, there's the, uh, there's the connection. Oh, I'm mean, just the opposite. The ruler of his ascendant is sun sitting on Neptune. I said it backwards. Okay. It, it's a mouthful, like I said. Wow. So something else, Aaron, growing up, were you ever confused about what sign you were? My whole life. My okay. whole life. Right. Okay. Okay. I could, because November 22nd, for some, is Scorpio, and for others, it's Sagittarius, and depends on what book you read or what paper you picked up. Or Yeah, and my mom would say I was a Scorpio, my dad would say I was a Sagittarius, and yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we have you down as a zero-degree Sagittarius. And so I re- we refer to these cusp babies, right? You were born right there on the cusp right. as the sun was changing signs. And I relate it to the idea of like transgender, right? You're born, you know, as one sex, but you relate to another. So I, you know, I think you're like a trans zodiac. You were born into one, but you might relate. You might see that Scorpio side come through. Mm. But your your sun sits at zero degrees, and your moon also sits at zero degrees. So you have this really strong wow. duplicity. Duplicity. You are good at living two lives simultaneously. One circle of friends know nothing about the other circle of friends. Um, the idea that you can juggle, that you can keep these two worlds from colliding. Nothing you're expert and you never, but it represents this sense of never feeling quite that you're with the right group of people. Mm. When you're with one group, you're feeling like you're supposed to be with the other. It's a it's a challenge socially mm-hmm. with this chart. Yeah, the other thing I say about that is that you're good at extremes on opposite ends. Like so, the idea that oh, yeah. um, you know you could be like a pastor by day, like, you know, a priest talking, you know, the word of the Lord. And then at night, you're a, <laughs> at night, you're a bartender. So things yeah. that are kind of opposite that you wouldn't think, oh, you can do both those things. Like, or, or I would have never known that about you, or I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, or that people might assume things about you because they know one side, but they don't, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're hiding the second life. I mean, there are people that, that do that, but sure. That, that you maybe not, don't present everything, you know, when people first meet you. Correct. Yeah. yeah. No, I, it's a, I don't, I was going to say, I don't know if it's because of how I was brought up or what, but obviously it, this has a lot to do with it. I, it was a huge um, theme in my life uh, through my adolescence, that whole double life thing. And even into the first years of being married to Melanie and, um, you know, hiding my addiction from her and living that life on one end and then being the normal dad family guy on the other side. And uh, so it, I mean, it couldn't be more literal, but uh, uh, bringing it back to what you said in the beginning, the first question you asked me about like living in Vegas and living in Portland since coming up here, I have found resolution in that and feel like those worlds have all merged into one thing at this point in oh, my life. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's quite a feat. Yeah. At this, it's been a really healing 
four years for me here. It, it tremendously healing. And the social thing that you're talking about manifests as social anxiety with me or did. And through the podcast and forcing myself to be in situations, I found that that is actually going away as well. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, and you have a obviously your voice is well suited for a podcast. You have a lovely grouping of Jupiter, Mercury, and Venus again, all sitting close to each other. Uh, and, and Mercury. Yeah, yeah, she has a strong one too. Well, it's like three. She usually four it takes to do a. Oh. But but it's close. It's close. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you like that. Oh my God, we did this split between two houses. Yeah, yeah. So we have another stallion here. But yours is about the voice message. Again, I know um, you may see I entertain through talking, but it's teaching. You know, you can go into that preacher energy on some level, making people aspire to be better or to live a better life. Yes. And there's a real need here to individuate and to stand out. Yeah. Again, that concept we spoke of earlier when we were talking about Leo and the podcast itself, to be heard, to be seen, to have an audience. Well, and Aaron's a Leo rising, so he has oh. a very strong Leo in his yeah. chart, too. Yeah. I hope not, but do, do you have a receiving hairline? No. No. Good, good. Okay, do you have a, a lion mane? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he has this full beard, and he has long hair, so sometimes... You can only see eyes and nose and cheek, oh, and then everything okay. around him is hair. <laughs> okay. Well, Leo rising, usually their hair is extreme. They have either volume of hair, lots of hair, uh, and then we have the other side, but of course, sometimes when we have losing hair, uncomfortably so. Mm-mm. So I'm glad to hear you on the first one. Yeah, because we think Leo is ruled by the lion and that great lion mane when we see it on, on the right. Absolutely. Mm. So that's very good. Wow. So, uh, you know, the creative one. We're going to dub you the creative one, Aaron, <laughs> who colors outside the lines. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep coloring outside the lines, man. Yeah, I, I, that is, I yeah. made it this far. I'm going to yeah. keep doing yeah, it. Absolutely. I, <laughs> Don't stop now. Don't stop now. It's just getting absolutely. good. But there's a wall. Yeah. He's got to stop. No, no I'm not going to stop. I'm going to climb the wall and go through it. Wow. So, so uh, we, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you you go ahead, Kate. I was going to say we can talk about um, the podcast now, No yeah. Simple Road, because we have a few more things, I think, to say about. Um, and are we okay on time for you, ladies? Are we okay? Are we stealing anything that you're... Yeah, we're great. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so we talked about the podcast being a Leo's son, um, but we didn't say that the... Um, Uranus, that untraditional planet that we've been talking about, is opposing the midheaven in the chart. And the midheaven is known as the reputation, what, he, what you're known for, 
how people see you, right, or see the podcast in this case. And Uranus rules technology. So the idea of ruling the airwaves, when we talk about your midheaven, how you're seen. It couldn't be better. That's perfect for a podcast. We would have picked that the day for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it sets it up wow. for success. Yeah. Right, because it's compatible with the idea of using technology, right, to get our point across, to make our voices heard, to be seen. And from an astrophotography standpoint, so when we look at the chart and put it over the United States, you're under a Jupiter line. And Jupiter is all about expansion. And when we, we love just the idea of expansion when we're talking about creating something or bringing something to the masses, wow. <laughs> right? The ability to have a, a large following um, or it be able to affect many people. You know, you know that, that, that like that's something that, that um, when I started the show, I, I didn't, it didn't cross my mind that it could affect anybody. Like that wasn't in my consciousness at the time of starting it. And then yeah. ov- over time, we started getting feedback that people were being affected by what we were doing. And that is the most still three years in the most mind blowing part of doing this is that fact that like just by simply sitting down and talking and having a conversation like we're having that people are affected by that. It's crazy. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's nuts. Well, you, you, you exude. I've limited, I've limited, I've, I've just listened to Tad bits on your podcast and you, from what I've, I've heard, you exude this sense of close knittedness or sense of family. And I thought, oh my God, it sounds like something that we think might have been when FDR did radio, you know, radio chats and people hugged around the radio in the living room. You know, you do exude that hominess, that friendliness, that secure place. So Aww. that's, uh, I can see where that's very calming for the listeners. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Wow. I wanted to talk about what's going on right now, though, with podcasts. Yeah. And again, maybe you've already addressed this issue, but there is a challenge. And again, technically, we have um, uh, the uh, Saturn has been opposing the sun, that Leo sun that we spoke about. And March, April, and May, obviously the COVID month, you obviously ran into some sort of decision point that we have to restructure the direction we're going or somehow there could have been reassignment of duties, if that even makes sense in this way. But there was a, a, a recognition that we need to build, build on this. So again, there can be some hints of expansion also in that. Now, I think, I would think that you've been toying with that idea. And as we are sitting here in September, you're going to make your decision final by December. So I don't know if that means signing a contract. I don't know what that is something about how monies are being distributed. Um, this could be complex. It could be having to do something in a more business sort of way. Um, you know, that, there should be some sort of restructuring. When Saturn comes in, Saturn 
rules, the structure, and the foundation of things. And uh, we talk about retrograde planets all the time, and Mercury kind of gets the, the bad hit, the bad rep with <laughs> with retrograde. Yeah. But Saturn um, is retrograde right now. So we got just the first hit there, right? Right, March, April, May. And so we say use that as a preview as to what is going to happen as we get closer to the end of the year. And so if you had a thought, if you had an inkling, if, you know, conversation started brewing, the idea of you putting action behind those thoughts gets really strong here as we go into the last three months of the year. Mm, I, I can't, um, <laughs> I can't talk about what, okay. but, okay. but just know that what you guys just said, yeah. I, I can't even like my jaws on the floor right now. And just <laughs> knowing that there was never really a doubt with me about what's going on. Like I knew that that direction was the right direction for us to go. I just wasn't manifesting and there was always kind of roadblocks and that'll happen later kind of things. And that's not the case right now that it's getting ready to go down. And so by the end of the year. And so, yeah, you nailed it. I want to add in as well, Aaron, um, Whatever the foundation, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little loose here in my year, 2016, 2017, you were planting seeds. You didn't know what kind of seeds they were. You were in your backyard planting seeds and you were just hoping that something would grow. And I guess that's a metaphor for it. Okay. But the idea is you now you're at the end of the phase. You, you now can see what is growing. You can see the cucumbers haven't grown, but my gosh, the squash is doing fantastic. So you've been in this wait and see, wait and see, wait and see window. And um, I just want you to understand the larger cycle of this is, 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 is very good, very promising for you. Thank you for that. I... I need, I need to hear that. It's hard. It it is hard. I mean, yeah, literally planting and not knowing what you're going to grow or if something's going to grow. And then now we see it and okay, what are you going to do with it? So yeah, definitely. I'm with you. A hundred percent. Can I make a comment about Apple? Can I go back and talk about You can Apple? always yeah. go back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm open. Okay. <laughs> well, Apple, and I guess it's just, it's when we're just looking to your future, just a little bit, just a little bit here. Yeah, because everything we've talked about so far has been like natal stuff, this is stuff you always have, right? You were born with, you've grown with, but we also brought a little future stuff for you, so we want to make sure that. Yeah, you know, we were good on time before we. We're perfect. Yeah, Any, we, anything. Part, so, no, we're uh, fine on time. We could go five okay. hours if you want. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for Apple, here's some. Well, I just want you to know, Apple, your life is getting better. You're you're in the, some significant transformation. Pluto is brining that stellium of yours, and that is creating some momentum. So again, I don't know what's in your head. I'm not sure what it is you're trying to build, but I'm saying build it, go for it. And over this next 12 months, so we're talking about into the fall of 2021, you've got some great energy for marketing, sales. Again, the idea of big 
ticket expenditures or coming into things somehow that other people think, oh, look, 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 look what Apple has. You know, that they, maybe you didn't buy it. Maybe it just came to you through some, you know, circumstances. But there's something here about you looking successful. And I'm talking visually. Now, I'm going to say something really funny to you. Okay. And you're going to probably knock it away immediately. But I think you're going to find a rug, R-U-G, in your life that has great beauty or great interest to you. So that's really specific. Are you talking literally or you're talking? <laughs> I'm not talking. Like a toupee? I'm not talking about hair either. I'm talking about rugs that you're, I'm talking about. An oriental rug. Oriental rug. Persian. Rug, yep. Okay. Something interesting about a rug. He is now, the guy that would buy the most interesting rug on the planet. So just know okay. that. Yeah. Okay. That's going to happen. There's going to be something about a fine rug. And of course, it's possible that you just fall in love with a rug. Maybe it's in somebody else's house, you know, and you're obsessed with it. So again, I, I'm not saying you're putting your money out and buying it, but you're obsessed with a rug. And again, just so you see, I say, what the hell does that mean? Why is she saying that? Your life is getting better. It's more refined, so refined that you might buy a beautiful rug to walk all over. Oh, Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It, sometimes you would go, I wouldn't want, oh, that's too beautiful. I don't want to step on it. I'd hang it on the no, wall. No, this is where you're feeling uh, kind of a sense that my life is getting better and I can afford this or I can appreciate this. And again, maybe you'll hang it on the wall, you know, type of thing. But anyhow, you've got a great 12 months coming. Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. Hear that. Oh my God. Okay. Good thing we're friends, Apple. I know. Can I borrow some money? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can you can lay on my rug. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we're, so I think we're for, in the same house. For Mel, yeah. we want to talk about Saturn as well for her yeah. too. Yeah. So Saturn um, hitting the midheaven. Yeah. Again, midheaven being reputation. So, Mel, I might have you think back to 1992. I know you would have been rather young. Yeah. Right? But think, how was your reputation restructured at that time? Uh, possibly you had to take on more responsibility. Um, you were seen in a different light. So, again, I think you probably would have been like, what, 14? 14. Yeah. So, maybe we started a new school. So, we took on a new kind of role with classmates had to re-identify ourselves even a part-time job running well, the household at 14 that's when I did get my first job and I got a, my jo first job because if I wanted to have anything my mom was a single mom so if I wanted anything and I, I mean like food to go hang out with friends of jeans <laughs> um any toiletries like I had to do it so I that was when I started working so you're going to be under that again. Uh, Saturn will go direct here in September. Um, it'll get much stronger as we get into, you know, April 2021. And so it'd be a classic time to kind of restructure, step up, or change your reputation, how people are seeing you. A title change. A title change. <sighs> so this could be within an existing work environment. Oh, I'm taking on more responsibility. 
Or, of course, it could be something in addition to what I already do. I'm now taking on this level of responsibility with this. Wow. You're going to shine. I've been telling her that. (laughs) And then on top of that, kind of like another layer to that is that solar Saturn is going to be conjuncting Mercury, the rule of your fourth house and first house. So it, it should suggest that there'll be a change about where you're hanging out, where you're showing up. So when we see those two together, you know, it might suggest, oh, that could suggest, you know, showing up in a whole new area. Obviously, it could be home address change. Yes, that's possible. But also where you hang your hat at. Mm. Where can I find you? If I was out to find you, Melanie, mm. you know, generally between where people live and where they work, I'm gonna, I could find you in one of those places and something is shifting there. Mm. And how you introduce yourself is changing. Wow, that is very uncanny because I randomly and maybe not randomly, but um, I've I've been thinking about my name and my title and spellings and things of that nature lately. So I well, yeah, and it should get again, it'll get stronger as we head into 2021, but it goes direct this month. That means it'll be like on its way to you. You know, like great. We're in the car. We're heading over to see you. We're not quite there yet, but. You're anticipating it. Okay. You know, you're feeling like, oh, they're coming over. I need to get the house ready. I need to, you know, put whatever in the oven. Yes. So you're you're preparing for it. Okay. And then when we go to Aaron, I know we did already a little bit when we, um, but would we want to talk about Uranus hitting this tent? Because oh, you guys, oh. you all have these, yeah, the reputation. Yeah, you're all going through uh, something about reputation being judged. And Uranus, again, I think Kate said it best. She said, it's the airway. It's the digital. It's the technical side of life. Uh, it's the inventive. It represents mass media. And it's hitting the top of your chart, Aaron, the top of your chart. So there is something here about amplification. Amplification. Uh well, and because Uranus is untraditional, it could be you launching something, you going in a different direction, you doing things that people are saying, wait, what are you doing? Wait, is that going to work? Are you sure you want to do that? Maybe people not understanding or it being untraditional for either your age, for the area that you live in, it's illogical compared to, again, what other people are doing. I use the word catapulting. You're catapulting yourself. Think of the circus. Think of that. Seesaw, I'm going to call it, you know, where the clowns hang out on. And you jump on one side and send the other person airborne. You're catapulting yourself. So this cannot be, oh, yes, I'm taking the next baby step. No, no. This is where there's something more of significance. Something that people, to be honest, speculate. Mm, Do you think that's going to work? Mm, they're, They're cautious. They're thinking, let's just see what he does. Yeah, we can give you some examples. So Uranus moves pretty slowly. So you've never experienced Uranus hitting your midheaven. But in 1998, Uranus would have been hitting your seventh house, which is partnership, relationship. That's when me and Mel got married. Back that year and think, what did I do, you know, very untraditionally? Or what did I do that, that was shocking, you know, around relationships in 1998? And then the last time before that, again, this is a little exercise. <laughs> He was very young, 1977, would have hit your fourth house of home. So there could have been a disruption around the home, untraditional home. 
yeah. you know, something happening, catapulting, surprising you. So you've been through this before in different areas of your chart. And now here it is coming for your midheaven and your reputation. And again, that 1977, right? You're so young. You didn't have control over that. Yeah, <laughs> now, but the energy is the same. Much, the energy is the same, but you have much more control. So it shouldn't be as startling maybe to you. So startling to others. But that's you know, thing. just... You may be thinking, why well, I've been waiting for this to happen. You might be have that. That is but exactly it. are like, what? Is that real? Mm. Yeah. Cool. I know I'm on the right track because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you all are. And I get, we say this uh, and, and we were kind of pleased to say it, that none of you seem to be on a disastrous slide at this point or something that we had to say, oh, beware of, be cautious of. No, that was not showing up. And I don't know that, of course, lends us to think that it's something, something good kind of affecting all of you. On maybe and maybe it makes sense in that regard, but individually, you're good. Wow! Wow, you guys! <laughs> and this is exactly the chemistry and the message that you two that you know when you said that people were responding well to you and your mom together. This is what I exactly what I envisioned. Like so much learning okay. and so much information and awareness and what you're doing is such a beautiful thing. And Mary, I wanted to ask you and Kate, you can answer the question too, but you broke it down immediately saying this is like mathematical, you know, it's just a matter of numbers here. How do you use astrology and everything else, feng shui and all that in your personal life? Like how, how deep do you go with it? Oh my God. You know, I mean, uh, you, know, you go through phases, of course, that you want yes. to know. You're looking at your own chart, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I watch very carefully. Um, Saturn, I'm under a Saturn influence affecting my home environment. Oh, well, my husband's retired. I can tell you, I was, I was elated when I put those two together. Oh, my husband, we have a different lifestyle in our home environment. So in, I see it as seeing that and I say, oh, I'm in transition in my home environment. Things are shifting. But it's also, guess what? Saturn is structural. I've been wanting a new front door on the house. That's very structural. And there's structural reasons. It's not just a cosmetic thing. And, of course, my husband said, well, yeah, go, yeah, just let's do that. Let's move ahead with it. Mm. It's a, I know the universe is with me in making structural changes to my house. So, yeah, to be honest, it's kind of like I'm safe. I'm good. There's not going to be any major problems here. It needs to be done. So there's a very practical way. And yet I'm very aware Saturn's in my home environment. I know we're not moving. We feel very secure where we're at. Um, you know, our house is paid for, those, that type of thing. So we're, we're definitely uh, happy to be there. Uh, so we know it's probably structural, uh, windows, roofs, things of that nature. And that's what we're about doing. So it's, it's just, just gives you some sense of more security. More I'm going to interrupt her. Because I understood the question a little bit differently. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I like both answers. She uses astrology in every aspect of her life. <laughs> okay. If she sees something on the news, she's going to her computer up in her office and she's typing in the birth chart for that person, that place, 
Wow. You know, she's put Portland in the computer. Why are the, you know, why, why are they the ones that are kind of stepping out and, and revolting right now? She's looking up the chart of California. Why are the fires there? She, that's her strong suit is, I mean, she's a Scorpio and she gets down to the root of the problem, no matter what it is. So in all capacities of her life. And she's always looking for symbolism and, uh-huh. um, you know, connecting the dots and what is the deeper meaning behind this. She doesn't take anything for just um, like surface level. You know, Kate, I, <laughs> it's always- lis- listening to you guys do what you do and, and then having this done for us the way we've done it, you've made me see astrology in a completely different way. And, you know, the way I look at life and reality and stuff is like, we're all part of this energetic being that's alive, but we're all like different representations of that thing. And it's all connected and it's all energy and frequency. And it's this big manifestation that we call reality. Right. And what you guys can do is you have the ability to look into the code of that reality in a really pragmatic and real way to see how things are put together and if they're a good fit or not and to be able to see an outcome and not specific but in with pretty broad strokes in some ways and not so broad in others it's really changed the way I see astrology that you can pick apart the matrix like that I really appreciate you saying that because I think that's been, you know, I mean, it's done my mom's life, life work, but it's also been something that I've been very sensitive to is that how can I bring it, these concepts to people who might not be believers or who might have been raised in a very religious home and they were taught, oh, that's the devil's work or that's bad and show them that it is it's simply just a map, you know, that we're using to kind of transcribe for people and to give them hope and to give them insight and to use it as therapy, to use it as self-awareness and it not to be, you know, kind of that witchy woman in the corner that no one wants to talk to because she might, you know, pull the death card on you or, or tell you something <laughs> horrific is going to happen. It's, it's amazing. I, I, I mean, I've had my chart done once or twice in my life and I don't remember it. I am never going to forget this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you say you're never going to forget this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so sweet. Oh my God. Well, I, I have to just say, um, you know, we're all in the room together. You two are together. So, you, you know, again, we're with our, our people and just picking up on the energy while you were t- doing each one of our charts, feeling the realization in the room, like the eye opening and the jaw dropping for each one of us that you said it really, like he said, this is not um, what people thought astrology was, or I feel as if it's similar to one of the messages that we talk about on the show about psychedelics and about music, where it's very, has had a lot of misinformation about it and it's been underground and, you know, culty and stuff. But really, it's misinformation and maybe lack of information, misunderstanding, misunderstanding, you know, again, a miss of some sort. And 
what you two are doing are you're getting it perfectly. You're you're able to make it fun, make it informative, and make it spiritual at the same time. And That's not easy to do. No, and the you know Mel was like, you need to listen to their podcast before we do this with them. And I sat down and listened. The very first thing I said, her and I hadn't discussed your show at all. And the very first thing I said to Mel is, I love the chemistry between the two of them. And it, it, it's so, I don't want to cheapen it by using this word, but I'm Melanie's husband. It's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It, it's really sweet and comes across in such a way that it's, it's really approachable. And so, if you set out to well, to, to lay it out, yeah, it's rad. I really appreciate that. I think that's right. The fear is putting something out there that people aren't going to understand or be like, "Why are they doing this?" Or, but Kate, too, by that, on another level, like for me, like Aaron just said that, but for me, like I remember working with you, and you were kind of really resistant to, you know picking up your mom's profession not that you shunned it by any means you embraced it but like that was her thing you had your thing and it it was very different and so to see you embrace it and then to see what it turns art is turning into yeah like yeah get it like it feels really good to see that like that resistance and then the fall into it and the result of it yeah i i tell you what i probably was Surprised as anybody because I had, again, because I have it's my life's work and I have tons of files, obviously, interpretations, information. And I, over the years, that you know, a person who had approached me saying, Oh, could I study with you? And then I'll take over when you retire, that type of thing. And I thought, Oh my God, I, I got it. There's got to be someone to hand this off to. But I, well, of course, I wanted it to be Kate. I mean, or Tyler, my son, you know, either one would have been fine, I guess. But um, that, and she, you know, Kate processed all this really quickly. I mean, she gave me a little heads up that she was interested. And I could tell her language was changing. And I could hear her talking about it more casually uh, with friends. And then, but all of a sudden, it was like, it was a lunar eclipse. If you listen to that podcast, it was a lunar eclipse. Hitting Kate that all of a sudden, it just was. She was so done and so on. Kate, yeah, well, and I was. Do you under, mind talking I, about I, that, Kate, a little bit? Because I, I, we weren't um, not talking like we weren't, you know, upset with each other, but we just weren't talking during that time. So, what was going yeah. on with you that, you know, you said the lunar eclipse? How did that manifest for you? Yeah, so she had, she did. She, my mom started doing a, a lot of sensitivity around the idea of like her passing away and her life work just being in the computer, you know, and someone not knowing what to do with it. And so she had talked to me a couple times about, do you have any interest in this? And I don't know. I just thought that's your baby. Like, I don't know how I would make it mine. <laughs> right. And I yeah. think I still had some process that I had to get to the peak of in my past career. I don't know. Right. And um, so I had taken a trip, um, one of my trips around the world and I was on a plane to Vietnam <laughs> and I got an email and it but by far was not the worst email that I'd ever received. Nowhere even close. But I, I looked at that email and I told the guy that I was traveling with who also worked at the M um, at the hotel at the time. And I said, 
that's it. I'm done. And he's like, calm down. Like we're on a plane to Vietnam. Like calm down. We're on vacation. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm done. It, like it just, I it, knew it in my entire body that I was done. It was the straw, and huh? I don't even know how to explain it. Like I said, it wasn't even like the worst email. It was just like something just said it's done. And so, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was one of those surveys where everyone can write whatever they want to about you. And I didn't even open it up. I just thought, (laughs) why do I need this? All this unsolicited advice about my management style. Right. And so a couple of days later, um, I was in Bali and my mom had messaged me saying, Hey, the lunar eclipse just hit this certain point in your chart. Have you had any revelations? And I thought, how am I going to tell her from across the world? <laughs> right? So I'm taking these extravagant trips, obviously, which cost money. Yep. And um, how am I going to tell her that? I'm going to quit my corporate job with an income and a 401k match and health insurance, you know, through a text message. And so, you know, a little liquid courage. She did. I did. I did. <laughs> I did, and she right said, um, on. <laughs> "We support you, and I'll pick you up from the airport." And that Aww. was that was the, that was the decision. So, looking back on it, the lunar eclipse absolutely sparked it. And just because someone's going through that similar thing in their chart, we might not have it didn't have to be that grandiose. But I think what the other layer of it was is I was in Bali, and we look at that astrophotography, and we brought it up in a couple of your charts today, like where the lines are falling. Bali, I have a strong Pluto line through there, which is the idea of before and after oh, <laughs> that Melanie energy, right? Yeah. <laughs> that transition. And so it's like the lunar eclipse on that Pluto line, there had to be a distinct before and after in my yeah. life. That's what my life looked like before I went to Bali. <laughs> and this is what my life looks like now after. I don't want to go to Bali right now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to stay here. Well, and that's the great thing is the lines are different for everyone. So you might have some very, you know, different lines in Bali. But again, yeah, I wouldn't say you don't, you probably wouldn't want to live on that line because your life would constantly be (laughs) recreating itself. But to to use it in such a small increment, it did me a lot of good to kind of shake me out of this plateau that I was in. Mm -hmm. The golden handcuffs that people talk about. You know, like be, being in a place that, like you said, 401k, it's making I'm five minutes from work. I'm making money. I've got great status. But what's ever going to yep. get you to take to do your life's work or your, what you're supposed to do for yourself? Absolutely. Doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good to do what you're supposed to be doing and like seeing people light up when you talk to them and like getting the feedback that you guys get and just all of it? Doesn't it feel great? Oh yeah, it's amazing. I had my first like gig back. So prior to COVID, um, I worked a lot of conventions, birthday parties, weddings, um, you know, where they would hire me and I'd come in, I read tarot, I do astrology for large groups. And so I had my first event back here on Friday because everything has been virtual, virtual, um, since kind of shutting down. And I was almost a little bit nervous because it had been like five months since I had done one of these large events where you're reading for, you know, 20 to 50 people in a night. And the first guest sits down and we start the reading and she's in tears. She's just crying. She's hugging me. And I thought, welcome back. Mm, (laughs) You know, like they put that client in my chair to be like, you know what you're doing? (laughs) So, yeah, it's a beautiful feeling. Well, 
Mary, do you have anything else? You, well, first of all, this is what I'd like you to do. Um, if you don't mind, just, you know, shout out your emails, your yeah, website, you um, whatever you want people to know about you. That way, if somebody wants to get an amazing reading or consultation from you, they know where to go. Great. Well, we're, we're very open. Both of us are open for business. Um, my contact information is uh, mary at marywick.com. That last name is spelled S-W-I-C-K. So mary at maryswick.com. Um, and they can reach me through there, see my menu of services at least. And uh, then they, of course, see my phone number, 702-339-9207. And texting, welcome. Uh, people text uh, to book appointments all the time, to inquire about race. So 702 339 9207. Yes, I do a one hour session uh, and I do a 90 minute session that carries a PDF with it. Ooh. Uh, but, you know, very in depth. Yep. And I also offer astrology and I do um, 30 minutes. Um, if you're just interested in just kind of kind of what we did today, you know, learning some of the basics about your chart, some of the natal aspects, and um, I have a website, the so that's T H E Kate and then Wind W I N D dot com, and of course, would love for you guys to also listen to our podcast, Modern the Astrology, if you found uh, anything about today useful. But we really try to keep them short and. Um, very palatable. So even if this is something that you're new to, that you can walk away, take something that we've taught you and apply it to your life immediately. And I'll make sure that the phone number and the links um, are all in the show notes. So if you missed that or you didn't have a pen on you out there, you guys just click on the episode and hit details and all that'll be there. Or you can go to nosimpleroad.com and that'll be up in the episode details as well there. You got awesome. you, really you, you ladies are amazing human Aww. beings. Thank you yes. so much for doing this for us. It was emotional and funny and fun. Yes. Well, flattered. We're flattered yeah. that yeah, that we get to have both of you at the same time and I hope we can do something again. I mean, I just love you two so much and Kate, we'll talk after, <clears throat> but thank you so much for joining us and for the time. Yep. Have a wonderful day. Have a good one, ladies. Thank you again. Bye. Bye. I twist and many problems, but it's a
Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.